Hey guys, it's Ricky Rojas. Thank you for listening to On Living Life. You can find me at It's Ichiban on Twitter or through Ricardo Rojas on Facebook. Hi, I'm Gregory Sperry. You can find me anywhere at Gregory underscore Sperry. Hey, I'm Scott Egan. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at S-C-E-A-G-A-N or on Instagram at Scott.Egan. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoy. All right, guys, I'm here again with Greg Sperry and Scott Egan, my two boys. I am Ricky Rojas, of course. Real quick, how are you guys doing? It's been a while. We haven't really caught up. A lot has happened in the last two weeks. How about your personal lives, though? Everything chill? Everyone's good? Everything's going good so far. It's good to hear. It is T minus 36 days until I move into my apartment, and I am very excited. That's oh, yeah? like fun. We yeah, are... if I can go get COVID with everybody there. <laughs> yeah, guys, <laughs> good one. Hmm. Speaking of COVID, I guess let's start with that since it's our first topic for sure. Um, COVID. Some intelligent person in this podcast. It isn't me. How is how are we doing on COVID? It's pretty shit, right? Not good. Well, you know things are things are spiking right now, which is expected how? after reopening. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing, especially now that we know that the the death rate is is so extraordinarily low. Um. And, yeah, I mean, lockdown was, in my opinion, lockdown, the function of locking down was to uh, let our medical system, healthcare system, uh, adjust and get ready for a second wave. And now that they are at capacity and ready to handle it, I think that reopening and spiking in COVID cases going up uh, is, is all a necessary part of, of getting back to some normalcy. Yeah. Um, I agree with that to an extent. Uh, but also people need to understand that this is not over. I think that a lot of people viewed the stay-at-home order lifting as, oh, this is over, we can completely go back to normal now, you still need masks, you still need to distance when possible, and I don't think that's happening everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, sure. I'm not seeing it happening in, in my day-to-day life, going to the gym and whatnot, so no, it, people are absolutely I don't know why not. you're going to the gym, okay? Listen, I, okay, I listen, respect the gains, but that's pretty papega. I no, you just you do know, push-ups I, and shit, like the rest of us. <laughs> Gotta get in shape for wrestling season. That's fair. Okay. Um, COVID is not going good. It sucks. Uh, I think stats have been showing most states that have reopened. Are now You're now seeing the surge. Probably going to go up even more. Something that I do want to keep in mind is that, like, I think it's really unproductive to look at um, new cases as, like, they're tested. I think that it's been proven, like, at the... It was proven at the beginning that looking at the amount of cases that have been shown is ineffective because of the fact that we had such a large lack of testing. I think it's really possible that we had this like absurd amount of cases in the beginning. We just weren't doing enough testing. But I'll be really interested to see how the death rate continues over time. Um, I think that's where we're going to draw a lot of information. So I think in yeah. two to three weeks is where we're going to really know where we stand. Um, and I think that's what not looking forward to, obviously, because it's going to be really shitty. But... I think that's what we should, uh, you know, come to expect, true. I guess. Uh, and, and I think that we should also still be urging people with, you know, autoimmune 100%. deficiencies yep. and stay elderly home. people, you yeah. still need to stay home. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing way too many elderly people yeah. out, out in public, especially not wearing masks. Like, it, it's insane. And, and we, like, we need to come together as a community and family members, and we need to say, hey, Grandma, we'll go grab the groceries for you. We'll go get your medicine for you. Like, 100%. It, it, it's, it's almost our fault at this point. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, I think that we should be doing our best. I think uh, something that's been going, like a lot of talk that I've been hearing, um, both at my workplace, because I don't work at my house, so I, I travel to work every day. Um, something, a conversation that's been striking up a lot is that like, at this point, if you're not, like if you aren't doing the most to protect yourself, like it's your fault. And uh, the responsibility does, like no longer lies in the hands of the state. It's like an every man for themselves type of thing, survival of the fittest. Like I, I think I heard Dar like literal Darwinism quotes, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. I want to like remind people as a whole to like our audience, I guess, that like you should do the your best to remind people around you that they should stay safe. Obviously, we can't literally force people to wear masks when they go outside. We can't force people to social distance. Uh, like we're we're not the the government state, right? But we can do our part in trying to like make it like socially outcast people who don't right we can do our p part to not hang out with people unless they have masks i know i personally haven't been doing as much as i can um i personally was like one of the people who did not really like didn't really stick to it didn't stick my pedal on the metal i went to go i know i went to go play Yu-Gi-Oh once and um i didn't wear a mask that time and i really need to do better with that and keep my mask on at all times so yeah and, and that's the most we not just you that's everybody that's, For sure. that's human yeah. nature we've all been deprived of certain things and and we're not used to being deprived of them and so we're all we're, none of us are doing our part yeah um, masks are a really interesting topic because Use an example from economics. They have a huge externality, and that my understanding of the science is, is that wearing a mask does help you from contracting it somewhat. But where the yep. real benefits lie yep. is you mask prevent mask spreading. You prevent it. You prevent uh, spreading it to other people if you are wearing your mask. So it gets really dicey when you decide, oh, I'm not going to wear a mask because I I'm not at risk. Well, you need to wear yeah. a mask for people that are at risk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think uh, the the chart that or not the chart, but like the uh, image that I saw released from I want to say some like some trustable source, right? I'm not sure who exactly was. I don't know if it was Fauci himself or like one of Fauci's like directors or whatever. Um, something that I saw was that the amount that you decrease the spread if you just you are wearing the mask to the other people around you is something like 75 percent. And mask-on-mask mask interactions are reduced to, like, 92 or 93%, I think, if I remember correctly, which is, like, an absurd amount, right? So uh, I think your numbers are a little bit that. off, but I think, yeah, general sense. Yeah, it's there. possible they are. I don't – I literally uh, – yeah. Yeah, I think it's 50% yeah. and 90-something percent. There you go, something like that. But, yeah, definitely think it's it's something that we should all be trying to do. Um, yeah, absolutely. I guess with that little COVID talk out of the way. Ooh, I, I know we can segue. Uh, okay. What do you guys think of um, uh, Black Lives Matter curing COVID-19? I, I don't even know <laughs> what that means. I'm not sure. You know, I see the point that, that oh, Scott's trying to make here. He's saying that why okay. is it okay for these protests to be going right now during a pandemic? Yeah, and, and especially in places, uh, I'm not sure anywhere specifically outside of a I saw specifically Santa Clara County has um, changed their stay-at-home orders to no ga no social gatherings of 12 or more people, and no uh, protests of 100 or more people. So now we are we are specifically sure. saying that a protest and a social gathering are are distinctly different things because uh, the matter uh, of the gathering, which which I think is absolutely absurd. Um. So I guess the thing I'll say is that like. I think it's okay for people to go protest in the same way it's, like, okay for you to go to the gym. Uh, like, I think that 
at this point, people are going to do whatever they want. I don't see any reasonable way, especially because I think that this is like, this is like, people feel like they have a moral obligation to do this, right? This is an action that people, I think, are like, they should be doing it. Like, it is their right as an American, whatever that means nowadays, because that doesn't really mean much, right? Um, I think that they should be doing it if it's something that they believe in. And I think us doing any, like, any form of policing on protesting is probably bad. Um, well, uh, just from a moral sense. We can get to that later, but 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 I'm asking more of how we went from, uh, you know, all the all the Democratic politicians saying we need to lock down until nobody ever dies again or a vaccine, and now all of a sudden, states like California, who had some of the more radical lockdown orders, are are just just opening up in, in mass, just uh, just because, you know, we're seeing these these protests, and now Democratic politicians are are at odds with themselves. Uh, asking, should we be saying stay at home or should we be saying get in the street and, and protest? I think this is literally just like a, a context matters type of thing. Um, I think that people but, but who in a in a at, at that you, point, you can, if you're saying context matters, yeah. then you're you're saying you're weighing public health over uh, that of uh, social justice. Um, other way around, right? I'm weighing social. I'm weighing social justice over public health. Um, is what just, I'm doing. just juxtaposing them against one another. I'm not saying one over the other. Oh, like sure. Um, yeah, I, I think that I, I... So I understand your criticism, um, but, like, I think that there's really responsible ways to promote protesting. Um, I think a lot of things that you see, a lot of the... I guess the most responsible way you can, you can support it, right, is that you can go, um, try to do your best to not stay within six feet of each other, right? Which is sometimes difficult, not even just because of the actions of the protesters, but also because of the actions of the police. Um, but do your best to continue the social distancing order. Please wear a mask at all times. And whenever you stay at home, whenever you go home to people who might be elderly or whatever the case may be, do your best to quarantine yourself. I think that there are ways that you can, things that you can do, measures you can take to prevent the uh, like to prevent the risk as much as you can minimize it you can't really prevent it right but you can minimize the risk i think that's what we should be doing um i think this is a little bit different i, I think that I, I would put this on a higher level of importance than like going to work for a period of time um which maybe sounds crazy given some of my other positions but i, I think that this is like a really important cause to be protesting for well, well, I mean, I, like, like, think of it from somebody in in middle America who's being told that they can't they can't go to work anymore, and so now they have to uh, take these these uh, these unemployment checks and 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 sure. whatnot. And, and those people are sitting there saying, "Well, I can't go to work, but these people in you know Minneapolis, Chicago, all these cities, they're they're protesting in in sure. large numbers." And and I feel like I'm not being represented. My voice isn't being heard because uh, I've been saying that I need to work for weeks, and all of a sudden. Uh, something happens that people feel the need to protest about and and suddenly COVID-19 is, is no longer uh, as big a concern as it previously was. Um, so, 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 so what, do you, what do you think politicians need to say to those people? Because they're not going to listen to a politician say, well, this matters more than you feeding your family, you know? Oh, wait, yeah. okay. I think, wait a second, <laughs> real quick. I'm not going to let that one slide, okay? I don't think any politician is saying that this matters more than feeding your family, right? I think that. Well, you just said it. You just you just said that this no. has a higher social importance than than public health. 
Well, yeah, but this is assuming everyone is getting their basic needs met, right? So if a state is not. not doing... Well, okay, wait a second. So if a state is not doing their best, right, their literal absolute best to meet everyone's personal needs, right, so things like food, water, essential mm -hmm. needs that they need to survive, I think that's a problem therein of, of itself. So I think that if you're making the argument, people are, like, people are getting the unemployment checks, which is enough to support their family, to stay home, and they're complaining... I frankly like that's that's nice like I, th that's literally like an argument that I don't care about if your argument well, is that people can't support themselves people don't have the money to I understand that's an issue but I think that's something that could be solved with higher unemployment benefits in this time of need like I think that's a that's that's a thing that's a problem that the government can solve pretty easily um, well, well also cases like in, in Texas where the hair salon uh, the lady that owned the hair salon got got arrested for opening her business and we have we have our own local case here which yeah um, absolutely with the literal it's not joke something that we really need yeah. to get into but 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 like the case in Texas where this this woman is is arrested for opening her hair salon and then a week later and uh, uh, these protests are happening so like like people see that like like middle america these voters they, they see that and they just feel at odds with their own representatives um i think so i think there's a really big distinction here on what i'd consider essential and non-essential um mm -hmm. i frankly it's really funny that you bring up the haircut meme because i think that's probably the funniest one in my opinion uh i well i'm not bringing up the haircut meme just sure. the, the, yeah the, the example the exact example yeah. that this woman who got arrested um I don't know, like, I haven't, I can't tell you, I haven't read up on the story. It's possible you're totally right and you're not leaving out any of the facts. But my assumption, hearing about this, would be that she was not following any of the guidelines put together. Or she did this right at the beginning of COVID, right? Uh, she did it right at the beginning of COVID, right before the reopening, right? So, so times that she shouldn't have been done. It was like, it was like a week after Galen. Um, I, I literally don't know the timeline for Texas. I don't know how different it is from Florida. Texas was shut down is, is the long yeah, part of it. Yeah, sure. Right. So, yeah. like, okay. I'm not sure what the what the reasoning was for her to mm -hmm. open up. Like, if it's, like, like it's really um, it's really context-based, if, well, if her story is... For, she didn't qualify for, for government assistance. Well, yeah, then I think I agree with you. That's a problem. I think that individual case is a problem then. If for some reason she didn't qualify for government assistance, if for some reason she couldn't pay her bills, she couldn't feed her family, I understand why you would open up. I don't think that's a case that, like, anyone, any, like, people would realistically argue with. I understand that's, like, bad, right? She couldn't feed her family. She was doing what she had to to feed her family. That's, like, fine. Um, yeah, but, I agree. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that on the same moral level as like maybe for example like a case of someone like galen here right <laughs> like um if you for everyone who doesn't know um i don't know his full name but galen whatever the fuck galen trentwood galen trentwood is a guy who runs a card shop in uh florida card shop which means i don't if, i don't know how many of our viewers play cards play magic the gathering Yu-Gi-Oh, this stuff okay this guy runs a literal hobby shop and he thought it was his right to sell the customers in an unsafe way um, and then he got shut down, and then he complained about it a bunch on Twitter or on Facebook or whatever. Guy is a joke. Guy's always been a joke. He has no respect from any of the communities that he's actually in. Maybe he has like you know supporters in Texas or wherever, wherever it may be. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I have to say on that one. Question: Was he the uh, one where you had to like knock on the back door and say cabbage to get in, or was that no? That else? was someone else. That okay. guy. <laughs> that one was pretty yeah. funny too. Yeah. I, the thing, the thing with Galen though, and I, oh, I really didn't want to talk about this. <laughs> It, Wait, we don't have to. I understand you were a previous employee of his. This is probably not 
good for you to talk about it for legal reasons. I actually don't know. Um, yeah, let's 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 yeah let's, yeah, let's skip that one. one. Yep, my bad. Okay. Okay. But going back to the initial example, I think if you're if you if you're telling me like, listen, these people can't feed their families, and other people can go out to protest, that's whack. I agree, people should be able to feed their families, but I think that's like a problem with our unemployment system as a whole. I think that's our problem with like a, well, a larger I, system, right? I would disagree with you that it's a problem. I I, I, I don't want to see more more government assistance in people's lives like this. So so I think it's more of a problem of the the lockdown orders. Uh, uh, but but that's 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 a whole nother issue. I, I was more asking for your sure. criticisms, concerns, or support of of politicians who who were who were voicing that 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 didn't matter, and that 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 woman was in the wrong, and then just weeks later we, we see these protests, and and so if the story is she couldn't feed her family, she didn't apply for welfare, like she she couldn't apply for anything, she literally I, had no money, and like her children or her family or whatever were starving, and then I governors that she had a husband who had a job, okay, who was working from home, but that sure. uh, they they had multiple kids, and that she she wasn't able to pay all the bills. Uh, just on that because texas didn't do uh you know like mortgage forgiveness and stuff like that so oh well wait a second so we figured out the problem right there right like th that right there would be the would be the problem i would identify i wouldn't identify a problem with the lockdown orders i would a problem identify a problem with like the the procedures that texas took in like during the lockdown yeah. right I, if you're gonna lock down yeah. you have to be able to support your citizens 100 percent. that's just yes essential in my view yes and in my opinion they shouldn't have locked down so that that's where we're at odds well, yeah, no, there, I, there should have been sure. <laughs> But ahead. given the lockdown, do you think that it's the government's responsibility to support the people? Yes. Okay. Cool. All right, we're on the same page there. That's then. fine. Yep. Yeah, I, I think if the government is going to tell you that that you can't work, then the government is now responsible for for that. But yeah. I, I don't think that the government should I take agree. that in the first place. I would disagree with that one, but I agree with the first one you said. Um, okay, I guess this is a good segue uh, into Black Lives Matter as a whole. Um, I think we're going to, some of us are going to stay on the opposite ends of this. Yep. Let's start with yeah. this one. Hit it, hit it with me. What do you want to start with, Scott? Because you, you're right, probably so the person, the odd one out here, so. I am the odd one out. Well, how about, how about, uh, one of you guys give, give the, I'll give sure. the overview on the, on the George Floyd case. So, so basically for anyone who has been living under a rock, um, right, right. Uh, a man in Minneapolis was uh, reported to have been trying to push a forged $20 bill. Um, at which point, police apprehended him, and Derek Chauvin, uh, who was the arresting officer, uh, knelt on his neck for in excess of eight minutes, resulting in, uh, rather, allegedly resulting in the death of George Floyd. No. Only reason, only oh. reason I say allegedly, hold on, hold on, only because reason I court, say allegedly sure. okay, yeah, yeah, is because of the, the autopsy shows yeah, that it didn't, and then the private autopsy that the family did showed that it did. And now Derek Chauvin is being prosecuted for second-degree murder, which I think is another problem. Uh, and and we all agree that this is a disgusting thing. It is it is absolutely horrid that that this thing happened. Um, but after after that, widespread protests started, uh, protesting uh, police yes. brutality, uh, especially of the black community. And um, we've had peaceful protests we've had riots a lot of people are upset about how police have been handling things we have a multitude of situations going on so uh where do you guys want to begin well something that i want to say about the protest uh, really more related to the covid point is that i think that for for some black people they've calculated that perhaps the risk of them or the perceived risk of them experiencing perceived or ex experiencing police brutality that that is worse than 
the risk of them catching COVID-19. And that's maybe part of the reason why they wanted to go protest is that they are more concerned with their safety yeah, sure. in regards to police brutality. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that is maybe what they're thinking. Uh, obviously, I would, I would disagree with the premise. That, that, right. Nah, I that, don't know. Maybe I'd probably, I might agree with them, to be honest. I think that's probably... I think if you were telling me that, like, I've, I've been facing systemic oppression for, like, like an absurd amount of fucking time, right? Since, since like, my... Since generations ago, right? My ancestors. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, the alter... Like, I can go out and protest, and, like, I might get sick with, like, a really shitty disease, but my... I, I will have a hand in, like, ending that systemic oppression against my peoples. I'd probably take that. Yeah, that seems, like, pretty fair. And I, um, I understand where they're, where they're coming from, but... but. Uh, just statistically speaking, I, I entirely disagree with the notion that that cops are hunting black people. No, I didn't um, say they were, but yeah, I, I don't I think, definitely think that, that, was, that was that was that was a mischaracterization. Yeah, how? <laughs> don't strawman me here, okay, yeah. Scott? Listen, yeah, but, you're but good. I, I've yeah. seen I've seen it around social media, so so I, I used improper terminology. Rather that that uh, when faced with police interactions, that they're they're. Uh, more likely to be brutalized. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah, definitely for sure. Good. That's something I would agree with. Yeah, I think me and Greg would both agree with that. So, I don't know where you guys want to start. I don't know if um... there's so much. So, all right, yeah, let's, start with, let's start with let's start with George Floyd himself specifically. Yeah, that case. yeah. Okay, sure. Um, I think so I we think all agree any... it was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it was real shit. I don't Absolutely. think I don't think anyone who like has eyes would disagree, right? Like, um, yep. yeah. I don't think you can find serious people to disagree with. Yeah, I agree. What happened. Yeah, for awful. sure. Yeah. So, so knowing that, seeing that, um, yeah. let's talk about the the actual case against the the officer Derek Chauvin and the three other officers that were on the scene. So, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but Derek Chauvin was originally charged with third degree murder and arrested uh, yep. three days Man after slaughter. the incident. Yeah. And uh, the. The the uh, what's her name? Oh, whatever the the district attorney. Oh sure, uh, yeah. He then upgraded charges to second degree murder, and charged the other three officers with abetting. Yeah. Uh, so I'm seeing a lot of rage now, and and at the same time feeling not not feeling a lot of rage, but but I'm upset with this because I I believe that they're going after a charge that is not adequate with the crime that was committed. And I believe that this is going to result in the acquittal of Derek Chauvin, because um, in the state of Min- in the state of Minnesota, third degree murder is defined as the uh, reckless uh, it's the reckless mistreatment and uh, mis- disregard for human life resulting in death, which is what I believe we saw. And the charges were upgraded to second degree murder, which is defined as premeditated and intentional. Sure. Um, you need to give me a second so I can look these up. Yeah, I'm looking at the statutes as well. Yeah. So, so, and it's the same thing that happened in the the Trayvon Martin George George Zimmerman case, where he was charged with murder. Where if he was charged with, it, where he he got acquitted by a jury. And had he been charged with manslaughter, there's a good case to be made that he would be sitting in jail right now. Okay, I literally just pulled up the first fucking Google link, okay? 
So I might be wrong, but I'm going to read it out. This is from the Revisor MN. This is from the Minnesota Legislator. Okay, we're going to read this out together. Um, 609.195, murder in the third degree. Um, title A, whoever without intent to affect the death of any person causes the death of another by perpetrating an act eminently dangerous to others and evincing a depraved mind without regard for human life is guilty of murder to the third degree and may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than 25 years. B, uh, whoever without intent to cause death proximately causes the death of another of a human being by directly or indirectly unlawfully selling, giving away, bartering, administrating uh, substances. This is like drug stuff. That's pretty relevant. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let me pull yeah, up. So, yeah. So I think we can definitely agree that without a doubt, the uh, the uh, section A here of of the statute fits. I mean, uh, with a depraved mind, without regard for human life. I mean, that's just exactly what we saw in that video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah for sure. But I would probably disagree that I think that there was probably intent to affect the death of another person, right? Well, it I has think, to be premeditated as well. I mean, it doesn't say that, that here. No, I thought that was like, first degree murder. Not, it's I first and second. Uh, the difference between first and second is the brutality of it. I'm looking it up. I'm sorry if you guys are hearing typing on my end, but I don't want to look this shit up on my fucking phone. Okay. No, not Minus, state laws. Okay. Give me a gov. Minnesota seems like their secondary murder says, but without premeditation. Let me send um, you... Subdivision, intentional murder, crime by shootings. Whoever does either the following is guilty of second-degree murder. Uh, cause of the death of another human with intent to affect the death of that person, but without premeditation. Oh, without but premeditation. without so, without yeah. premeditation. Okay. So, so I was wrong, but but the yeah. intent to kill has to be there. So the yes. the, the mens rea the the has to be there that, that he, he, he killed George Floyd. Yes. Yeah. Which I I do not believe to be the case, uh, but obviously that will be settled in in the courts. And um, Minnesota also has a thing I totally forget what it's called. Damn, uh, it is when say say you you're, they're charging him with second degree murder, and the jury finds that he was not guilty of second degree murder. They can charge him with a lesser crime, but that's only if the defense asks to hear for it. So the defense attorney can say, we only want to hear on second degree murder so uh, defense has a choice whether whether they do this or not and sure. the reason they wouldn't do it is if they don't think that he will get charged of secondary murder they'll do this and if they if they do think that that he will then they'll go for a lesser sentence so that they can appeal it after after he's sentenced so i think sure. that if, if the defense and this is just uh from being around lawyers my entire life and now working in a law office I believe that the defense will go for this, and that he'll get he'll get an acquittal. And then, I, I, and I think this is it's it's a gross, disgusting thing that the district attorney thought that it was you know you care more if you charge them with a with a better with like a bigger crime. And so, I think it's it's gross injustice. I think it's unconstitutional that they did it, and and uh, I think that we're gonna we're gonna reap the consequence that that this this monster Derek Chauvin wants for you. So here is my opinion on this. I think this guy is fucking super doomed. His, I, in my opinion, this guy seems uber doomed. I don't think anyone wants anything to do with him. I think he's gonna get literal, no, like, really little support in the actual court case. He did meet his one million dollar bail, um, which is pretty fucking mental. But I, I think that from what it looks like to me. This guy is going to be, like, for Republicans and Democrats, for, like, I don't think it matters where you stand. This guy is, like, 
he is the spearhead of whatever will end up happening, whether it be a revolution, where, where like whether literally nothing changes, right? I think this guy will like pay for it, dear, like completely. Well, you um, say that you say that this guy's uber doomed, but yeah. he's gonna have he's gonna have extremely competent defense attorneys, hopefully, and and you know the, why? The jury Wait, has, but why? Who like to give you perspective of a lawyer? Like who the fuck would who the fuck like worth any salt would take this case? Like anybody? That, that's not how that works. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Scott here. I mean, I also have experience in really? law office, and it's um, not a it's not a matter of if you agree with the client or not. Your your job as a lawyer is to provide the best possible legal counsel you can regardless of the morality of that I mean, yeah. you, you but you go down and you look at the defense lawyers for some of these like fucking namesake cases now right like obj like these people like these people are like literally hated for the rest of their lives like uh i think that actually does matter to some extent oh what's the guys what's the lawyer's name who um oj fucking i said obj holy shit no, OJ. My <laughs> um, no what's the gosh what's the guy's name he he's a professor and a constitutional lawyer and he is a, a lifelong Democrat, but he he fought. He was he was one of Trump's attorneys. He was one of OJ's attorneys. He's represented you know every every shit know. person that he thinks sure. is deserves a good defense that people won't give it to. And, and there's there's plenty of attorneys like this. So so Derek Chauvin is going to get a great defense team, and whoever defends him, if if and when they get this this acquittal. I, I mean that person's massive. That lawyer is is you know this this guy's gonna be hailed as, as, okay, a, as an sorry. amazing. Okay, I I understand you're saying so. I, I definitely I'll, I'll see that point that maybe like the glory is worth it for the lawyers even if they get like this. No, no, it's not even that. Things. It's not even that. I'm just saying that that's that's an effect of it. Like yeah, like like he's gonna get an amazing defense. And if you think otherwise, you don't understand the legal system. Sure, that's definitely true. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll see that one. That makes sense to me. Uh, saying it now. Um, I guess. Lawyers and don't. Lawyers aren't really fucking practical, anyways, right? So yeah, it's definitely <laughs> worth the risk. I mean, I, I get it, right? Like, unfair. I think that's unfair. But what, what's that old joke? First, you shoot all the lawyers. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> nice, man. Um, regardless, I so this so your initial qualm, oh, and, I guess, was that yeah. Go ahead. Let me get to the the other officers that were all uh, the three officers that were charged with the bed. Wait, can, can we do can we do this guy first? Can we do Chauvin first? Can we finish on this guy? Um, yeah, sure. Because we might maybe we will occur in the second. Another thing, um, from my understanding, right? Maybe what what were your qualms with this besides like this didn't meet the the second degree because it obviously did, right? My, so, it, what do you mean it obviously met the? Well, he, he he caused it ultimately human being with intent to affect the death, uh, but without premeditation. Well, I think that's the part that Scott disagrees with, right? Yeah, I don't I, think I don't think Scott he thinks that he intended to. Um. Who's your glasses provider? I'm really interested in seeing what the prescription no, is. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. Um, I, I am too. I'm 100% serious. I think I'm going to leave him a one star. Like, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know what to say. Oh, my <laughs> okay. All right. So you disagree that the guy didn't mean to kill him, I guess. Um, I, uh, honestly, so so watching the video, obviously he is he, he's kneeling on, on this guy's neck. The, the best case to be made for it being intentional was that the guy said, I can't breathe uh, while he was on his neck. But George Floyd was also saying, I can't breathe before he was on his neck. So Wait, I think, okay, maybe, so 
for so regardless, I think that he probably intended to kill him. In my opinion, I'm like I'm like I'd probably like bet my. Well, yeah, but you have to you have to prove the intent. Right? Was sure, there. sure, sure. So what? But I think you're misunderstanding this because my understanding of how this would work is that he had intent to harm him no matter what. So like this is so, so the actual intent to kill him. Um no right so. I don't know where I could pull this up, but my understanding is like, like it's like a basic fucking principle that like if you like intend to do serious harm to someone else and it results in their death, like you could be charged with intent to kill. Like, no, 100%. no, that's, that's manslaughter. Yeah. That's the definition of manslaughter. No, okay, so if I go, if, if I take a fucking gun, right, and I shoot you in the shoulder because that doesn't usually kill you, and it gets infected and it kills you, I can be charged with All right. murder. Okay, guys, made a right? mistake. I read, I read the statutes again. Wait, okay. No, Subdivision one is intentional murder, drive-by shootings. Okay, yeah. so the statute that we read was for drive-by shootings. No, 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 no. That's that's intentional murder or or drive-by shootings. Okay, well, okay. The second was unintentional murder. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Wait, I didn't read yeah. this. I'm going to read, read it out loud. Two. Yeah, let me okay. read it out loud for our podcast listeners. Um, sub, subdivision 2, unintentional murders. Whoever does either of the following is guilty of unintentional murder in the second degree. Oh, well, th then, wait, wait, wait. So I'll finish the rest of it, but... Um, is guilty of unintentional murder in the second degree and may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than 40 years. Cause of the death of a human being without intent to affect the death of any person while committing or attempting to commit a felony offense rather than other than criminal sexual conduct in the first or second degree with force or violence or a drive-by shooting. Or cause of the death of another human being without intent to affect the death of any person while intentionally inflicting or attempting to inflict bodily harm upon the victim when the perpetrator is restrained under an order for protection and the victim is a person designated to receive protection under the order. As used in this clause, order for protection includes an order for protecting issued under Chapter 518B, a harassment restraining order, um, a court order setting conditions of pre-trial release or conditions of a criminal sentence or juvenile court disposition, a restraining order issued in a marriage dissolution act, and any order oh, yeah, issued yeah. by a court of another yeah. state. So, All right. My, my turn to talk. My turn to talk. I wait. messed up. I, yeah. I messed cool. up. I'm entirely wrong. Hey. Uh, I believe that he was committing felony assault. Listen, so, so. I appreciate you getting out in front of this one. He, he's cool. going away for second degree murder. Really. Okay, Good one, cool. guys. He did it. Guys, this All is right. so much fun. Okay. All right. Listen. Up. Wait. I apologize. Okay, to whoever, I don't know who the fuck, maybe like Bright Eyes or whoever did it, okay? Listen, five-star review for me. Your glasses seem to be working a little bit better. Okay. Next thing. Okay. Uh, Next the, thing. The officers. The officers yep. that were, that yeah. were uh, uh, charged with uh, abetting. Yep. So I'll, I'll read off the, the statute for abetting. So it says, abetting, aiding, abetting, uh, or liability, a person is criminally liable for a crime committed by another if the person intentionally aids, advises, hires, counsels, or conspires with or, with or otherwise procures the other to commit the crime. Uh, is any of other this relevant? No. So, uh, wait, circumstances of conviction are liable. No. So, I, I, I don't think that... So they would have had to aid advised hire counsel or conspired with with mr chauvin to to commit the crime so um, i'm not sure that they are going to go to jail so i'm going to read it out one more time for the viewers um subdivision one aiding abetting uh semicolon liability a person is criminally liable for a crime committed by another if the person intentionally aids, advises, hires, counsels, or conspires with or otherwise procures the other to commit the crime. 
uh, Subdivision 2, Expansive Liability. Uh, he was charged with abetting. What's yeah. up? Yeah. He was charged with abetting, so just Subdivision 1. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yep, there you go. Yeah. I, the second part is because yeah. uh, if they go and commit another crime, you're also liable for that. Basically. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, okay? Maybe I've been dishonest. I haven't watched the video completely because I, I really fucking got super... Not for like I just I was just really disgusting to watch, so I didn't watch it completely. I don't know if they if these officers did anything that I would consider like um, procuring the other to commit the crime. I actually don't know. Um, so like what I'm thinking here is that like if one of the officers said like hold him down, I think a court could probably find that as like like enough to procure the other to commit the crime, right? Because do you see what I'm saying here? Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think you, even so. in absence of that, I think that you can make the argument that police officers can be held to a higher standard, and I think that their inaction of not stopping him is equivalent to aiding Derek Chauvin in the murder. Um, I think that's sort of the argument. Yeah, that the sure. I'd, I'd agree with him. There. Yeah, I'd agree with that probably. Checks out with me. Yep, I I understand it. I, I don't know. I guess I guess it's gonna be uh, if we're still doing the podcast in a year, it's gonna be a fun episode. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. So we got over George Floyd in general. Let's go over rioting and uh, protesting, rioting, looting. The differences, what we support, what we don't support. I'm gonna start this with a pre um, pre warning. Or whatever that I wanted to start with at the end of the episode. Okay, all opinions are each individualized, so don't hold us accountable for any opinion of another person on the podcast. <laughs> if me and Greg turn out to be completely wrong, I don't want you guys holding Scott accountable. Same goes vice versa. Okay, we're all pretty good friends. Um, we're gonna disagree a lot here, but I feel oddly targeted. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I wonder why. Okay, one more thing. <laughs> Any argument that I personally make is from a stance of what I consider to be morally correct. Um, it's possible that other people's definitions don't completely align with my definition of morally correct. But we understand that, like, rioting and looting is, like, illegal, okay? No one disagrees with that. We've all, or for the yeah. most part, we've, we understand how laws work. Uh, I think the a lot of the conversation is whether it is morally justified, morally excusable, um, and if in general it's like okay to do from a moral standpoint um i think the morality of the actions is what should be questioned and not the legality um that being said i don't know who wants to start um i guess we can start with the hard one that maybe would agree with a little bit um looting okay rioting and looting what's the difference what, what do we agree with what do we not agree with um i know we've talked about this a little bit in private but no. Um, yeah. I mean. Okay. Listen. People are rioting and looting places. There's that uh, infamous video of Target. There's a Lego kid. Whatever. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Here's where I personally stand. I guess I'll start to start conversation. Um, I understand. In my opinion, this is something that I thought about and I have changed. I flip flopped a little bit. Um, but I think it's, I think it's still pretty hard to morally defend a lot of the looting. Um, that being said, I think Greg said something really, uh, really interesting when we were t having this talk in person. Do you know what I'm talking about, Greg? About how we shouldn't, like, we have no say in how they protest. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah, uh, so my opinion has changed a little bit. Uh, I, I do still believe that uh, we, as a bunch of white people, probably should not be able to tell black people how they express their anger. But it, exactly, what I think what I'm what my point is is that trying to like go down the list of VR right now and figure out okay, well, when they looted the Target, this was that was not okay. When they burned down the police station, well, well, that was maybe okay. No, I don't. I, I think that trying to like nitpick about what was moral and what wasn't moral is is not productive. And I think that what we should focus on instead is just that this is what happens when you push people to the brink like this. Like black people are tired of of, of seeing this sort of thing happen again and again and again. And this is not something that you can really make a moral case to case for or against. In my view, it's just. It's a phenomenon. It's it's what happens when you push people to the brink. I really quickly, I want to jump in here before I let Scott chip in. I actually uh, do disagree a little bit. I think that you could really easily morally justify political violence, such as uh, violence on any like government building, violence on police cars, violence on police stations. I think that's really easily morally justifiable, um, as well, opposed to I, I too, the targeting of, of. I think it is justifiable. I just don't yeah. know if that's the most productive way to think about. Oh it. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I'm not all for productiveness. I'm for what's interesting, and I think it's interesting sure, to talk sure. about what's morally. So that's from my opinion. I think that's that as opposed to like the like looting and rioting uh, and destruction of like personal right corporation or whatever you want to call it property is a little bit they're, they're different in my opinion um if it's uh political violence or not so but i'll let scott respond here i guess okay um so uh yeah i don't think that any of it is is justifiable or 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 morally uh, acceptable um I think that destroying property does absolutely nothing. Uh, destroying government property does does nothing to help your cause. Uh, I, I think that that it's stupid that we praise any any of it. Um, well, in terms of just results, I mean, in Minneapolis, they burned down the police station, and a week later, the city council uh, set a call in the police department. Oh, so it definitely gets results. Yep, well, okay, right. So so they abolish yeah. they they. they Burned down five police precincts in Minneapolis, and now the police are being uh, uh, disbanded. And I think that that is absolutely terrible and morally reprehensible. Um, I I think that first of all, what, what do you think of defunding the police, disbanding the police? Uh, so when when people say defund the police, I think it's important to recognize that. What that actually means is we're going to reduce police department funding and we're going to funnel that money into social services that are going to reduce crime. I have not met a ton of people uh, that are in favor of completely abolishing the police, at least not at this point. Uh, so I'm in favor of defunding the police as defined as let's reduce the amount of money the police departments get and let's spend it on social services that are going to reduce crime. Oh. So, so, so you disagree with in in Minneapolis where they're ma they're making this this move to 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 get rid of all police presence in the community? I don't think that's what they're doing. Uh, I think that they are. I, I think their their exact plan has not been published yet. But from what I've read, they're replacing it with transformative justice, and you know that's that's a pretty vague term. So right. I, I would need to see their their actual plan before I say whether I agree or disagree with what they're doing. Okay. Um. Um, 
So I guess real quick, I'll jump in. Obviously, I missed that last section for a second, but um, what was your your qualm again, Scott? With like, what did you think about the protests in Minneapolis specifically, or Minnesota, where wherever you were talking about? Or just in general, you... just in general, like what we started talking about the police and the defund the police. Oh, okay. Oh, um, I kind of wanted to do this as a topic after like afterwards because i think the defund the police movement is a little bit different than everything else um because i might actually agree with you a little bit on that one um, okay so we'll, we'll stay on topic of, of rioting and looting and yeah and whatnot so so okay so here's yeah, where, yeah, where i stand I, with rioting and looting okay i think um something I think some things can be really easily morally justified, um, like political violence, the destruction of police cars, whatever, yada yada, um, destruction of government so you're buildings. Going like more in depth than just saying I think it can be. Morally oh sure. Justified. Um, so I think that violence would be morally justified in a case under my my personal like my moral system, right? And the fact that violence has been committed to them, in my opinion, like in like factually committed against black people over white people, right? I think that there is like a systemic racism problem here. And I think Where? that any form of political so if you want, like we can just do the whole fucking stats meme, but I didn't really want to get into it because I feel like that bit is super boring and played out. Um but Well I think it's important because if we just say, you know, systemic racism, that's that's the most broad thing uh, um, possible. So do you we, just we have, to, we have to point out racist sure policies racist um, people and then we can have a conversation on it we can't just say there's systemic racism and and just ignore any statistics well i well i i would say that saying there's systemic racism is like just ig ignoring statistics in the sense that we don't go over them all in like wild detail because i think that like the statistics are what proves it right um i wasn't right exactly so so we need to go over the statistics to prove it uh Hi, right, Greg. I hope you're ready for this one. Okay, I didn't do enough All right. homework. Right, you got okay. me, dude. <laughs> Tag in. Broadly speaking, um, when I say systemic racism, I mean that even if there were zero racist in the system, the system would still produce racist effects. Do you? What do you think about that? Yeah. Do you agree or disagree with that? I, I believe. I and and I I think there are I think there are racists in the system. I, I think that there are racists everywhere. I just don't think it's a majority. I think it's a, a tiny minority of people who are who are truly racist. I, okay. Well, what I'm saying is, assume there are zero racists in the system. Do you think that systemic racism would not exist? I don't think it exists now. Okay. All right. So when I say systemic racism, uh, the example that I like to use is uh, schools being funded by property tax and generational sure. wealth. So on average, white families are wealthier than the black families and because of the history of neighborhoods in this country uh, people of a certain race tend to live in the same neighborhood so if you have a bunch of white people living in one neighborhood and a bunch of black people living in the other and they go to different schools and it's sort of all funded by property taxes then the majority white school is going to end up being better funded than the majority black school and that sort of like uh, school quality is something that ripples out for the rest of your life that affects yeah. You know, eventually uh, what, how much money you end up making and uh, crime and poverty are very, very linked. Mm -hmm. so by systemic racism, I'm saying that uh, on average, black people tend to do worse in life through absolutely no fault of their own just as a result of the system. 
you're right. Uh, but I would disagree with you that it's because of the obviously, obviously the uh, property tax issue is it, it it does exist. But I think that the the real problem is that uh, the democratic policy that we can't have that that you have to go to school in where your neighborhood is. That that's been. The Democratic Party platform since the 1960s. Wait, but uh, I, I would so I would argue that there's really uh, big reasons to go to a school in the state in the same neighborhood, especially for like people of lower economic uh, status, okay, go right? For it. Yeah, so I think that there's like really big issues with public transportation in a lot of a lot of cities in America. I think that it'd be really hard for uh, lower family income, right? Or if we want to, or if we want to specifically divide it by ra- racially, right? I think it would probably, on average. Right, seeing as it is a statistic that black families make less than white families, um, it would be harder to uh, like. Uh, I'm looking for a word, but compensate, I guess, for the, like going to a school outside of your own system. So I'm I wouldn't defend the policy of like, well, you are sectioned for city uh, school A, and if you go to school B, that is literally a crime because I think that we wouldn't really agree with that. Um, but I think that there's other problems that are deeper than just that specific. Uh, specific well i mean that is that is the democratic party platform and and the republican solution to that or the conservative solution to that is uh you know charter schools and and uh uh, it's called private uh, education right uh no it's the word escapes me now it's something close to ticketing school vouchers yeah school vouchers sorry yes school vouchers yeah um and, and i think that 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 would also solve a lot of problems uh but i think that like for me personally my personal experience is i live in a in a wealthy neighborhood with a with a very well-funded elementary school and i still went across the entire city to go to the predominantly black school because it's the school that my parents wanted me to go to because it, it, it had a better education than the one that we have here and i tons of kids did tons of kids did this like like my friends a lot of my friends took you know, 50 minute hour long bus rides to get to this school over in Southside St. Pete because it was a, a performing arts school and, and it was very valuable uh, for sure. us to our parents to get this, this like education. So it, and, and the kids that went to the school where I'm at, that's, that's extremely well funded. It, it, it doesn't produce any like amazing students. Like you don't, you don't hear a lot of people going to Shore Acres elementary and, and, becoming vastly successful because of that in fact they usually go to to worse schools uh, like middle schools and and uh, high schools whereas the school that i went to that that didn't have a lot of funding we all went to amazing uh, middle schools and high schools that were also all in Southside st pete so i i think that and that's because st pete has a policy of of school vouchers and and so i think that that's so I'm okay. I just heard that story. I'm not exactly sure what your point is. So could you enlighten me? Well, I guess my point is my point sure. is we have we have uh, uh, school vouchers here in St. Petersburg, and sure. it worked very well to give everybody a, a good education, just despite okay. where they lived. All right. So I want to. Well, I'm going to incumbent this back to the big argument and see if this is what we're agreeing on. So you're agreeing that there's systemic racism, but that Republicans have a way to solve it. Is this is this no, what we're saying? No, I'm not saying that there's okay. systemic racism. I'm saying that that this this property tax issue is sure. is like we're, we're trying to solve it in sure. a way that I, I I see a different solution. Okay, so what you're saying is there's a solution to the systemic racism that is currently taking place. 
No, I'm, I'm telling you that that in my experience, okay. it, there was no systemic racism issue. Because I, I went to this black school and got a better education than than any of the kids that went to this predominantly white school. But that's one example, right? Oh, like, man. Like, in, a place, in a place that has implemented like a, a policy solution to fix exactly the issue that we're talking about. Across America, they don't have school vouchers. Yeah. And, uh, no, I, I do agree that uh, not having school choice and having schools funded by property tax is not fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're, they're creating the problem and then saying that they need to fix it through these these different strategies where I say we just get rid of the problem of everybody has to go to school. I agree. We should get rid of systemic racism. <laughs> Good job, Scott. No, we got to the same No, platform. you're calling it systemic racism okay. when it is not that. Um, so what do you think it is? This issue, if this issue isn't, if this issue doesn't fit Greg's definition of systemic racism, which I think was pretty loose and really fair. Um, it has nothing to do with race. Uh, In practice, it does. Though. Yeah, it does, right? It, like, on paper, it doesn't, but when we look at... No, I just gave you the in-practice example. So, should I, so is my response to this argument to bring in... 99 black and brown kids across America who have had really shitty education. Like, I don't know how, to, how you want me to respond to this argument. I, tons like, of, I don't know. Tons of people have, have shit educations, black and white. Um, yeah, but, more but on average, average but on average, black people have worse education, right? This is what we're arguing. This is why it's there's a problem. Give me a second. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what you want me... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah, okay. Like, like this, this, it, like. It feels so. Okay, so I'm gonna give you. All right, I'm gonna stop memeing for a second. So, for what I feel like you're saying is that you acknowledge that there's a problem. You acknowledge that your your part of the world had a your part of the United States had a specific solution for that problem. We're not disacknowledging that this problem works or doesn't work. We're just saying that like like we're not saying that th this uh, this solution that you that you gave us works or doesn't work, right? I don't think that we're here to argue that, like, there are better solutions than the ones that the Democratic Party or Republican Party are presenting, because I'm sure that there are, right? We're just making the argument that there is a problem and it is, like, systemically racist by Greg's definition. Um, I'm saying, I'm saying, Ricky, that, that there is a problem sure. created by, by yeah. Democrats in large part, and then okay. we're mislabeling it as racist when it is not racist. Um... I don't know how it can't be. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. How it can't be racist um, because you're you're labeling a dis you're saying because there's a disparity, it must yeah. be racism. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, if you if you just look at the the outcomes though, and the history of redlining in this country, where black yeah. people were sectioned off into particular neighborhoods, yes. it's very yes. obvious to me, at least. Yes, that redlining was, was made illegal in 1965. It it it, it redlining was was a a terrible terrible thing and and then i mean even still there are there are situations when when uh not not even now but, but back in the 80s and 90s there were situations where middle to upper income uh black families were not getting loans at the same rate that that low income white families were and you would think that that would show oh well this is this is clearly racist but then the problem continued when when banks started giving uh, more loans because because these issues were, were coming up. They're giving more loans to middle and upper income black families and they were still defaulting on the loans. Oh my god, I am so excited right now. Okay? 
I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine very recently on something very similar to this. I'm just going to read out our conversation, okay? So okay. I asked him, hey, weird question, because I go to him with all this type of shit, right? I asked, do you think if something disproportionately negatively affects a certain race of people, is it, it, it is inherently racist or is it based on context? And his response was, well, the conditions make a systemic not inherent. Consider sickle cell anemia versus something like redlining. If it is a byproduct of a man-made system, yes. If something is, if something rough like a genetic issue, no. Uh, basically, if there can be biased human input, and there is in practice and observation, yes. So what I what I drew from reading this just now is that I think we aggressively disagree on what you would consider racist and what we would consider racist, right? So yeah. I believe at least me and Greg would both abide by this definition that if something in something that is man-made, right? It, uh, disproportionately affects black people in some negative way we would consider this racist systemically right yeah, yeah I, I agree with that that is systemic okay racism by and i i think you would disagree right is that where, where we're drawing the problem here yes okay so can you give us an example can you give us the most basic example of something you would consider systemically racist of a system that would be racist for you um well, like create a, a like like create a, a law that would be racist um, sure i don't know i don't know whatever, whatever the easiest way is for an example of yeah, like yeah, a yeah. time sure like okay you think okay i assume that you think systemic racism existed at some point in this country right yes absolutely when was that point what'd you say when was that point in time uh it happened at a lot of points in time it, it just give me an example of like when do you think it went away because it you said it doesn't exist yeah. now it exists in the past when did it go away uh, I mean, redlining was made illegal in 1965, we like you know like i, I don't want to misquote history here because i suck I, at history okay, i really but... i really i i couldn't tell you unless i was as more uh like okay. well studied on when sure. the exact laws were were going um, into effect and when things were uh, that, stopping in that case can you give us uh an example of what you would of something you would consider systemically racist racist like like a law could you just make up a law that you would consider systemically racist um, um I think maybe where, where we draw our line is that your definition of systemic racism would more fit our de definition of inherent racism, whereas, like, um, one of, like, something that I would consider, right, so this is, like, a really broad example, right, something that has been quoted a lot, I, I want to say, like, something that has been, like, a big issue is, like, hairstyles, right, so different, um, I don't, like, want to, like, step over any boundaries. I don't know enough about this issue to be talking about it. But I know for a fact that, like, some hairstyles that are, like, like based in black culture were considered, like, um, how do you say, unbusinesslike or unprofessional, right? Um, I think that would that is, like, something that I would consider inherently racist, right? This is, like, directly a law that is based off of the culture of the person. Whereas I think that this is where you would draw the line for systemic racism, which I think are super different. Um... Do you, do you see the argument that we're making here, Scott? No, I'm not. No, I'm not exactly sure what you're saying by that. Um, fuck. Can you help me out, Greg? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't actually. To be, to be fair, I don't think I understand what you're saying either. <laughs> oh well, fuck me, I guess. Um, shit. 
I don't know how to give a good example. Maybe this is a good time to take a quick five-minute break. Everyone, grab some water, grab some popcorn. We'll be right back in just a little bit. And just like that, in the click of a button, we're back. Um, so when we left off, we were talking a little bit about our definitions of systemic racism, um, what the difference is between inherent racism. I think that we have a lot of definition disagreements, wouldn't you? I think you guys would agree with that. Like, there's there's a big problem here in how we define these things, and I think that's what's kind of uh, stopping this political discourse, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think that, Scott, you would disagree with what we would believe to be systemically racist. Um, I think maybe this is this specific topic is something that we kind of agreed that we should um, take some time, think about it, maybe have some better in-depth arguments and revisit this at a later time. Because I don't know how productive it will be to continue like bashing our heads against each other going in a circle. Um, so, we could continue... I guess what would be like the next thing? Um, do you guys have any ideas? I'm not sure. Well, I mean, we could continue talking about Black Lives Matter um, and just understand that we're uh, we have a difference of opinions and like ideas of whether or not there is systemic racism, right? Um, Rather, what what we're defining as systemic racism. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what what yeah what our definitions are. So like what is right. Well, yeah, I, I would I would say that like we have a distinct difference in opinion on whether there is systemic racism because of the fact we have a distinct opinion on what it is, right? So I think if you were to take our textbook definition, you would probably agree with us. Whereas if we were to take your textbook definition, we would probably we would probably agree with you, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So moving forward with that, what's the what else do we want to talk about regarding this, Craig? Any ideas? I mean, we did want to talk about the Chaz at some point, but maybe that's mm -hmm. jumping the gun. <laughs> um, no, we can we can go ahead and hop into Chaz. Um, can you guys tell me about it? I haven't read much about this, but you guys thought it was interesting, so we can go over. Mirror you, Greg. You can you can go ahead and uh, give the description of, of what what utter nonsense is going on. I'm I'm in favor of it, and it's just a little bit insane to me too. Okay, go, so, go ahead, Scott. Okay, so in in Seattle, obviously Seattle is uh, very. Popular has been coming up over the past couple of years of um, lots of protests from Antifa and now now Black Lives Matter. And uh, so every night there have been uh, interactions between police and protesters and uh, some have devolved into violence and, and some have not. But most recently, uh, Black Lives Matter and, and just all, all protesters, I, I don't know if it's Black Lives Matter or Antifa, frankly, um, they have taken over a six to seven block radius in the middle of Seattle, where the police department is, uh, where the majority of these protests have been. And uh, days before this happened, uh, the mayor got all of the personnel and files taken out of the police department, uh, or uh, Seattle PD headquarters, uh, and basically had the building cleared out and abandoned. And at this point, Protesters took barricades, set up a wall around this this radius, and uh, renamed the Seattle Police Department as the Seattle People's Department. Um, I didn't know about that one. That's pretty. That's a good meme. <laughs> and okay. have now have now named this this six to seven block radius as uh, Sovereign State, known as the uh, it's Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, also known as Chaz, 
they, there were no, at first there were no formal leaders, as this group seemed to be mostly anarchists, uh, but as happens with every revolution, every revolution there are uh, power vacuums, and people fill those power vacuums, and um, so this, this rapper, by the name of Raz Simone, has ascended to essentially the position of informal uh, leader, and uh, there are there are multiple leaders within this thing. There's no real defined leader, so so maybe that's unfair to say. But Raz Simone has brought in uh, a police force, so to speak, which is uh, funny because obviously it's against police. Um, uh, so he has people walking around with assault rifles, and they are imposing some form of justice, and people are being. Uh, searched before they enter the borders of Chaz and um, they've published a list of demands now and the demands include abolishing the police, abolishing the court system, abolish, abolishing youth jails and abolishing uh, adult like, do, you mean like, do you mean like juvenile detention systems? Is that what that means? Or? Yeah, like juvie. They, they okay. don't want juvie cool, cool. to exist. Yep. Um, and so they've done this. Uh, there was a, a no resistance met by the police because the mayor told the police to stand down and let them do this, so they now control a six to seven block radius that encloses 500 residential homes nice. and a bunch of businesses and uh, yeah, and a All baseball right. field Nice um, I'm excited to see the Chaz team compete next year <laughs> I'm sure they have some so, what do we feel about this? I guess this is this seems like a kind of a good meme story. I don't know. I I don't know how I personally like morally or politically feel about it. Um, it's interesting it, though. It's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. Certainly patently insane. And then just last night, a YouTube video came out of uh, um, Mr. Raz Simone's police force, or I, I forget what they call themselves, the People's Force, something to that effect. Sure. Uh, people were spray painting a business. That had okay. given them food or something like that. They had uh, uh, given them some sort of aid, and the Raz Simone police force guys, uh, they went up to this guy that was spray painting and punched him in the face and broke his glasses. Nice. And told him that if he didn't stop, they were going to blow his head off. So, Damn. you know, some police brutality wow. already. That's that's so crazy that they they have had zero of the ninety nine hours it takes to be a police officer and they're already well on their way. Nice, good, good for them, I guess. I don't know. Uh, oh, look at that! They're, they're, they're doing as good a job as the other ones around the world. Nice, good shit. Okay. So, you know, sounds uh, like a good meme story. Things are going a little wacky in Chaz. Uh, yeah. They also ran out of food on the second <laughs> night because, ah, and I'll, I'll read this tweet off because this is now my favorite tweet to ever have been tweeted uh, for multiple reasons. Somebody tweeted, alert number two, the homeless people we invited took away all the food at the Capitol Hill Autonomous <laughs> Zone. <laughs> we need more food to keep the area operational. Please, if possible, bring vegan meat substitutes, fruits, oats, soy products, etc. Anything to help us eat. Cool. Oh man! Like, this even if somebody on the left, is... that's that's the best tweet ever by far. Hey, that's pretty it, good. That's a nice. That's, one. that's some like literal oh. South Park shit. That's pretty funny. I'm gonna be honest. So okay. uh, this other thing. Uh, so this this news article says. Raz Simone, a local rapper with an AK-47 slung from his shoulder and a pistol <laughs> attached to his hip, screamed, 
This is war, into a white and red megaphone and instructed armed paramilitaries to guard the barricades and ships. Later in the night, Simone was filmed allegedly assaulting multiple protesters who disobeyed his orders, informing them that he was, quote, police, unquote, now, sparking fears that he was becoming the de facto warlord of the autonomous zone. Well, I mean, he's doing, he was certainly also doing seen, police things, so... <laughs> he was also seen passing out... This is the best part. On the second night, he was also seen passing around his mixtape. Listen, I'm all for a little bit of self-promotion, okay? Good for him. That that sounds... I think Greg would agree that this sounds like seizing the means of production in every conceivable way. This yeah. this sounds like seizing everything. This is he got an all-for-one deal. I can't I'm not support this. I mean, this, this is, is funny. Exactly the sort of thing that, um, I, that I advocate yeah. for. Right yeah. now. I so guess so. Action is best. Yeah, there you go. And, and frankly, the obviously, I believe that the response from the governor. Oh, and then the governor today was asked about it. The governor uh, did a press conference, and they asked him his opinions on it, and he said, uh, "You know, well, I'm not too properly informed on this, so I don't think I can give an an intelligent opinion." So I'm going to uh, good withhold giving that's a, a good response. That guy understands how politics works. That's a great response. Just yeah, and just let's just trigger and, both and, sides while we're at it. Fuck away. But trigger one. Trump is tweeting about sending in the the national nice. guard and the military nice and whatnot. And, Ooh, uh, we could talk about Trump's rhetoric and how it's dog shit. But I think you'd agree with us, and I think it's probably one of the worst things he does as president. Okay, um, let's let's let's. Talk about I, it. I mean, I, I don't think as much. I think you'd probably agree with us. I think he's just rhetorically illiterate, and everything that he says is such. It's so unfortunate that literally everything he says, like, like people just say, yeah, I take it with a grain of salt because it's Trump. You never know what he's gonna say, man. He just doesn't doesn't have a filter. It's just so it's so disgusting. It does hurt to me. my soul. It's it really disgusting to me. Like it's so. Um, I not, wouldn't characterize it as disgusting because that that would mean that he has the intent of doing what he's doing. I think he's just. <laughs> He, he can't be both this evil genius and an idiot. I think he's just an idiot. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Oh, Probably sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I I think everyone agrees. I think he's just, I don't think he's like some fucking, you know, whatever you want to call him, like KKK leader or whatever, like the literal next incarnation of, of Hitler, who's just like super big braining his way to a fucking revolution. He's just, he's just real dumb. Um, uh, it's something that I struggle with a lot because. You know, like, dumb people are just a lot harder to work with, and having a dumb person as your president is, like, really unfortunate. Um, yeah. What do you guys think his election chances are? I think he's totally getting reelected. I think he's... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I election prediction. Prediction. This think, week was rough for Trump. The last two weeks, I suppose. I think it's been like, real rough, Yeah. But I, I think that, like, before this started, I think I probably would agree with you. Now, I don't know. I don't know what new polling data shows. Um, polling data shows Biden up. Yeah. Uh, he said, I think Trump had, like, one or two tweets that were, like, real, real dumb. I think, like, it's so crazy that, like, if they were just, like, to give him a list of words that he probably shouldn't use, like, he'd do so much better. Because <laughs> they just, you know, like a little child, just be like, those are curse words, can't say those, put a dollar in the swear jar. Like, if we just, like, gave him a list of words, like, he probably shouldn't be using. Like, if I was his press, I feel like it wouldn't even be that hard, right? You just tell him, like, listen, man, I understand you're frustrated, okay? Just you're don't. Fired. What are you just... talking about? You'd be fired so fast. <laughs> That's true. You're, t- you're probably right, actually. You're probably right. But if it, let's say, like, he, he gets one of his kids to be press secretary, right? So he can't fire them. And then he, they just go, listen, man, I know you're frustrated. 
I know you probably hate black people. Just don't call them thugs, and the media will hate you. There you go. Okay, and okay. Just... We're going a little far saying <laughs> that he hates black people. Um, no, nah, I don't think so, but it's okay. I know we're going to disagree on that one, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Good one. All right, so Trump is rhetorically illiterate. Do we agree? Is this Check a good one? Yep. Even if even if he doesn't genuinely believe that, it's just dumb to tweet it, right? It's just super dumb. Uh, it's super dumb to be to tweet what something. What are you talking about, though? Um, well, that one in specific was the the thug, like shoot the thugs or whatever. Compared to like the protester, that fucking you know that copy paste you see everywhere, which is like, oh look at how he treats white protesters versus how he treats black protesters or protesters yeah. of minorities. Well, I mean, um, a little bit of difference. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I agree with you. There's definitely a big difference. One of the, like one of them had literal fucking like assault rifles everywhere and just stormed stormed the fucking capital. And the other ones were like peacefully protesting and then police instigated violence. So I agree, there was a difference. You Brand guess which ones? You, yeah. You guess yeah. which ones got called thugs? <laughs> That's up to you. Okay. Uh, but Ricky, in an open carry state, yeah, they're allowed to do that. Yep. And they just. Yeah, storm the Capitol building and, and fucking yeah. stand around. Yeah, you're right. Uh, They're law-abiding. That's all that matters, right? I guess so. Well, well, Amen, brother. Isn't your whole thing how, how peaceful protests, this is their right to do this? I don't think that was peaceful in any way, in any well, sense of the form. What's about it, Ricky? They also, also, right, I, so my whole thing is the morality of the argument. And the morality okay. of your argument was they were tired and their hair looked like shit. So they took guns and they stormed and they committed political violence. What? Um, no, there was. How, how I think storming the Capitol is probably politically. I think I would probably define that as political violence. Maybe that was an overreach. Maybe I'll give. I it mean, to you, you also but. justified political violence earlier. And yeah, because I think there's systemic racism against black people. I don't think there's systemic racism against white people who want to get their hair cut. They weren't protesting any racism. Well, that's, that's why I think it wasn't. Yeah, I agree. That's why I, I think it wasn't morally justified to have political violence there. Okay, but even if you don't think that it's morally justified, they sure. still, you know, follow the laws. They just stood yeah. there with their signs. I think, and I think okay, on this podcast, I think and on this podcast, the one thing we've agreed on are that like laws are literal dog shit, meaningless, right? And like the, the broad no, scheme not of things. At all. Um, in any sense of like practical, intelligent discussion, I think that like laws are like pretty, like kind of useless. In my opinion, when it comes to morality, I, I yeah, I, I think I think that like using laws to justify morality in any way, or like yeah, morality is it's a bad philosophy of morality. That you're absolutely correct, but you're not pointing out to me what's morally wrong about people storming a Capitol building with guns. That they, they weren't threatening anybody. It's an open carry state. Um. Okay. I guess so. You got me there. Good one. No, no, no. Got me, no, Scott. But, I, no, but, I listen, mean, I literally, I literally don't know. Just... Wait, no, no, I'm not offended. I just literally don't know how to respond because oh, okay, I think okay. we're just going to agree. So we're just going to disagree on such a like principle, like on such a principle basis that I can't, I can't give you a response you're going to like. Like, no, but no, no. I, it doesn't matter if I like it. I just need something, some um, substance. You can't just say I morally disagree and then not name, you know, like what what moral standard so, you're using okay, to, to sure. say that. So I think that, so I think the, okay, so from my perspective, right, just agree with me that from my perspective, I believe there is systemic racism. So I think political violence is justified because I, the, the way I look at it, right, they have been punished for years by a system no, no, that hates the, them, the, right? The, I know, I know, I'm getting that. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to draw the comparison here, right? So one of one of these people, I believe, has been systemically wait, wait, oppressed but I, I don't want the comparison. I just want oh. how it's morally wrong what happened. Sure. So I think storming, uh, a 
of government building with guns is wrong i don't know morally like there's so many things that could go wrong right you get one literal like one like kid who just like wants to shoot someone and like literally it just goes up in flames right you see how that could be a problem it's like a public it's a huge public safety issue how is what happened Mm -hmm. how was it morally wrong because none of that happened it doesn't matter. I so if I yelled so if I yelled fire in a movie theater and literally no, nothing happened because like the whole theater happened to be full of deaf people, it doesn't mean that it was I was morally well, now correct you're to using scream legalism. fire. What? You're using legalism. What do you mean I'm using legalism? You're saying because it's wrong to yell, it's illegal to yell fire. That no, it's, it's just morally wrong because people could get harmed when there's no fire. It's just I think it's just morally wrong. You just said okay, there's nobody sure. there. No, 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 no. Everyone's deaf. That that was the argument. Okay, so if I yell, okay, let's say I I walk into a movie theater, I see twenty people there, okay, and I yell fire, okay, that yep. is morally wrong because people could get harmed and there isn't a fire, right? Now let's say Correct. all twenty of those people happen to be deaf and they're just watching a CC'd movie, okay, and no one responds to fire. That doesn't make the action morally correct because there was no bad consequences. The fact that there could have been bad consequences is what makes it morally incorrect. Do you understand what Correct. I'm saying? Sure. So, so yeah, the, argument you just, but, you, the argument you just gave me was that nothing happened, so how could I use that? And I just gave well, you an example. I thought you were saying that they weren't deaf. No, no, they, they were deaf. So, so like, okay, I can give I you know, a different you example. It. Yeah, I, okay. No, 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 but you just explained it, so, but sure. I'm asking you to use some okay. moral standard. You can't just say, my morals. So you want me, do, you, do we want to, like, go through, like, my moral principles? <laughs> I don't, well, like, my you, axiomatic no, beliefs? Yes, um, yes. Holy shit, Okay. Um, I guess I didn't know we were gonna go into like dying oh, we're, so, we're so far in the way. Yeah, keep going. No, <laughs> I don't let's, want let's, to. Let's I hate <laughs> these discussions. No, but here, Ricky, do you understand where I'm coming from? I'm hearing no, you say really. this thing is morally wrong. Okay, sure. And then I'm not hearing you justify sure. how it's morally wrong. Okay, you're saying okay, because I because I think of... there could be because I think there could be consequences and the overall cause that you are protesting for, right? Is like just it's not worth it, right? I guess that would that would be my so it's a cost, my, so it's a cost my level analysis. one. Sure, that would be my, my real level, my like real basic analysis, um, without going into all of my axiomatic beliefs and why, like from like the ground up, I structure my moral system the way I do, because um, that's not something I'm specifically interested in this episode to go into. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm just you know I'm hearing you say that that it's morally wrong that they storm the Capitol with, sure. with assault rifles. Yeah. So and okay. From um, my perspective, it's you know it's legal, but we we, we know we, we both agree legalism is is not, not a very a, good yep. moral standard. Yep. But I think that they had you know they had a, a civic duty to do so, and I think that that it, there there's there's nothing. I mean it's it's like a It's the, it's. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to use. I'm trying not to use legalism, even though legalism has such a strong case here. Uh, um, like saying that it's uh, like saying that it's immoral. I, I don't even know what kind of moral standard you would use. Like, like you're using consequentialism. Actually, I'm, I'm sure. specifically not using consequentialism, right? Because Wait, the, you just the... said, "What if somebody shot?" Oh, sure. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So I am using consequentialism. Okay, continue. Okay. And and I'm saying that I'm using non-consequential. I, I don't. I don't. That, I don't think that the cause was worth of the action, right? I don't think the cause. That doesn't make it immoral. Morally justified. Just you don't okay. Agree I, with it, I don't think. It so f 
So should I state every single one of my moral opinions within my opinion? No, but opinion? you're disagreeing with something politically and then maligning it as immoral because of that. No, I'm disagreeing with something morally and aligning, like, aligning my politics with my moral beliefs. You realize the difference, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, wait, okay, wait, no, 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 because I'm sure I could come up with some example where, like, if fucking Democrats stormed the, stormed the Capitol building with guns and they were like, listen, we really want to fucking smoke weed, okay, we're done with this shit, give us weed, right? I wouldn't think that was morally correct either. I think that's, like, a fucking stupid thing to do. I would. Okay. So we, yeah, so I, I suppose that's disagreement. There is that Ricky thinks that it is inherently immoral to store yeah. the with, with guns, with yeah, with, with an armory, of the, <laughs> regardless of the okay. political cause you are doing them. Yeah. Day. Well, wait, no, 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 no. That's not true. Okay, that's not, not regardless of the political cause. Yeah, okay, yeah. if the murder, it, if it, the it, mayor it, went it, on TV and beheaded a fucking child, okay, I think it's pretty yeah. worthy for people to storm the Capitol building right, with guns. Sure, sure. But but like if the cause is like a pretty minimal consequence, right? Um, like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be in favor of like. But how you know, does that change morality? So I think that the purpose for which you are justifying, right? You consider it peacefully. I would probably consider it kind of violent, but okay. But I think the purpose for like okay, the so cause you for which you violence? okay because you're literally taking guns, right? And like taking the like you're just putting yourselves in a building, right? Like are guns inherently violent? Um, I think the way that they were like the threatening manner of which like these people were protesting was like pretty violent right so we can oh, i can pull up so i can pull up that video or whatever where they were just like yelling at the face and the cops and like spitting on them and like fucking pushing them and shit right like i can pull up that video and i would consider that probably violent um do you understand where i'm coming from yes, so okay yeah yeah so so let's so let's say right let me give you an example like let's say we had 20 fucking minute men okay whatever they want to call themselves all right um, with with guns who are just like, we would like to peacefully protest inside of your Capitol building. We'll have our own safety arms, okay? The guns are for a political display. I think that's, like, very far removed from what actually happened, right? Which it seems like... Uh, may, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm not, I'm not trying to make it... I'm not trying to strongman your position, right? But I think that you're being a little bit naive to, like, the severity of the situation and, like, how bad it could have been, Right? I'm not necessarily... I understand that it sounds like I'm just using consequentialism, but I, I'm really using my core axiomatic beliefs, and it just happens that consequentialism kind of works here, and I'm just using this, right? Um, I think that this this is like a... This is kind of like a cost a cost analysis thing, where, like, it just isn't, like... The, the things that could go wrong here are just so fucking absurd to protest over something that was, like, in my opinion, pretty stupid. Do you see where my distinction is here? Yes, just, yes, I understand. Okay. Yeah. So what what would you so could, what were you, what are your problems with this? Could you voice your opinion with the problems? Well, I, I just think it's inconsistent to to say that your motive for protesting mm -hmm. defines the morality or ethicality of your protest. Why? I think the what defines the morality of or ethical nature of a protest sure is the actions of the protest there's no way you believe that because i could put you in so many fucking scenarios where you think that's like literal dog shit right okay then do it 
Okay, so if so if like the like the mayor went on fucking television and beheaded a child, like we had said before, right? Yeah. Do you think it would be? Do you think it would be immoral for like people to like start burning like the mayor's office? Like, I, like yeah, really? Yes. Wow. Okay. First of all, he'd already be in jail. I don't know, but maybe he isn't, right? But, like, what? <laughs> what? Wait, oh, my God. Wait, I'll give you, I'll, at least you're consistent, man. I'll give you that. I mean, I guess so. Um, shit, I don't even, I okay. guess. I guess my, my issue <laughs> is, is your inconsistency. But it's not inconsistency. I'm just drawing the consistency from the actual act, right? No, you're, you're, you're talking about... Yes. So for something to be consistent, so for something to be consistent doesn't mean that it's like, uh, like it doesn't like literally mean for it to always be the same. It means that I draw it from like my like I draw whether something is morally justified from what I would consider like my core beliefs, right? Right, but that can be inconsistent, no? What do you mean that can be inconsistent? It, you, your moral beliefs can be inconsistent, and they no. can still be your moral beliefs. No, that's the no. They're my moral beliefs. The whole point is that they're consistent, right? Like my axiomatic beliefs, the whole point of I them mean, is that I, I definitely have inconsistent. Morals sure, sure. I'll, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm talking about myself you specifically. You personally might not. Yeah, but I, I, it's yeah. Not, like it's I, not axiomatic to say that moral beliefs are consistent. Yeah, like I can give you examples of consistency is in my like my my moral beliefs, if you'd like something, some positions that are like absurdly fucking extreme, just so I can like maintain consistency. Like, I don't. Like I think one of my. I, I can give you literal examples of how my moral system is like probably I, I like I don't know I know like it's weird to say that, but like I literally pride myself on my consistency like like I draw everything from my core beliefs right that's like kind of what consistency is it's not well, that it stays no, the same if, you, if you're defining consistency by drawing it from your moral beliefs then, yes uh, like 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 they are consistently that, from my moral beliefs right yes they are consistent with your moral beliefs which can be inconsistent I'm okay. not saying they are Okay. I'm saying they can be. Sure. So to say that your arguments are consistent because okay. you are consistent with your moral beliefs yeah. is, is it's a it's a non sequitur. It's a misnomer. Okay. So so what am I supposed to do to prove that my moral beliefs are consistent? Should I go through my whole like my whole process of like deriving thoughts or? Well, that's what I was asking you to do. Uh, okay. I'm just asking you like this one scenario sure. with. Okay. So Mike, so the belief that I'm drawing upon here is that any action can be can be justified depending on the cause of the action, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Cool. So that that's where you and I would disagree. Okay. I don't think that anything can be justified. I think that if I put anything on a large enough scale, you could probably justify it. Do you, Scott? Do you think premeditated murder can be can ever be justified? I'm gonna put you in a tough one. Do you think? Yeah, I gotta think. I gotta think okay. of a scenario. Yep, I can put you in a lot of scenarios where it can probably be justified. <laughs> oh boy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. You don't think premeditated murder can ever be justified? Morally or ethically, no. Um, I didn't expect you to say no. That's a good. I one. think it'll. I think it'll just always be ethically wrong. Whether or not it was the right thing to do is is independent of the morality or ethicality. How? <laughs> I feel like morality is literally the study of well, yeah. what's right. Like that's the definition <laughs> of morality. It yeah, it's like well, what is right. What is the right thing to do? Application can be different from from theoretical. Um, 
No, not really, right? Like, the whole point of application is that you draw it based off of your theory of morality. Like, the, the whole point of your principle, like, the whole point of your beliefs is that they're drawn upon your core theory of morality, your core principles, right? What, okay, so what do you think about, like, like the, 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 uh, do you know what Kantianism is? No, I don't. Um, it, you can give me a real quick point, pointer session, I guess. It's, um... um <laughs> this oh, is a good I one. I to explain this. Oh, this is gonna be so much fun. I love this. This is fantastic. I, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I gotta. Um, gotta pull it up so I can so I can read it off to you. This is all good. Right, so it's all about this thing called the categorical imperative. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Hit me with it. Right. Sure. So, Kant made the distinction between categorical and hypothetical imperatives, where a hypothetical imperative is it's one we must obey if we want to satisfy our desires, right? Go to the doctor is a hypothetical imperative because we're only obliged to obey if we want to go, to, if we want to eat, like get well, right? Whereas a categorical imperative binds us regardless of our desires. Everyone has a duty not to lie regardless of circumstances, right? Even if our no. interest, even if it is in our interest to do so, you're not allowed to because it's immoral. No. I don't think lying is immoral, so I would disagree with you. It is the exact, almost the polar opposite of utilitarianism, Ricky, for what it's worth. It is absolutely nice. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we're just not going to disagree. We're just not probably not going to get anything for that. For what and it's so, like. so these imperatives yeah. are like morally binding because they're based in like reason rather than contingent facts about. Uh, no, I, I don't think that. I would well. I would obviously agree. I disagree with the principle that those are based in reason because I would, in I would immediately disagree with the idea that lying is like immoral or whatever. Right? I don't believe that there are any objective truths, so I don't think that we can. I think that we disagree way well, on lying to somebody. Well, can so would you disagree that lying is immoral because it takes away somebody else's autonomy? No, I think I think what would make lying immortal is if it like. So I think that the like what what I would consider. Hmm, let me think about this for a second. Let me think about how to phrase what I would consider lying immortal. Because I'm a big non-consequentialism guy. That's fantastic. Um, I would consider... Let me think. Oh, okay. This is a really, really interesting uh, example. Uh, the CDC lied to the American public at the beginning of all of this and said that sure. masks didn't really help with COVID, yeah. even though they knew that they did, because if they told them, that if they told the public that masks were essential, there wouldn't have been enough PPE for healthcare workers. Was that moral or amoral? Or immoral, rather? Um, th but it literally just depends on the exact circumstance, right? So in this exact circumstance, I actually would have to think about it, because that's like a pretty thin line, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I understand you're putting, like, what you would consider public safety over, like, what, like, they would consider personal safety, but I probably would disagree with their definitions of those. Um, so, fuck me. Okay. Um, I think the immorality of lying, like, is derived from, like, the context of it. Um, <laughs> fuck. I don't want to just hit you with the it's context, bro, but I think I have to. Um, I think that it would be really hard. I, I can never make the statement that, like, lying is, like, inherently immoral or immoral. Um, well, would, would you disagree that lying takes away somebody else's autonomy? Lying takes away somebody else's autonomy. Um, it takes away somebody's ability to reason with 
good information. I think I would maybe I'd agree that it it could like take away it like reason. You agree, but you Wait, disagree that no. that makes it immoral. Yes, yes, I, I I would agree with your. De I kind of agree with your definition, but I don't think that that would make it immoral. Also, like I, I don't know if like that's like that matters in like the the grand scheme of things to me. Like, um, so how do I put this right? So if I were to if fucking hmm. This is a really hard one. I'm sorry. I, I have to think about how I word this really carefully. Um, yeah. If I were to... I just think that, that that definition of, like, taking away someone's autonomy is just, like, so... It, for me, it feels very loaded. Um, and it also feels like... You, oh, absolutely. You're, you're trying to put... Yeah, it feels like you're trying to put, like, apples and oranges under one category, right? Um, when I, I think... Mean, that's kind of the moral philosophy, really. It's just yeah. it, 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 it decrees that certain things yeah. are not moral, regardless of the context. If you do it, then that is not a moral action by definition. Yeah, it just feels like it feels like that's so difficult. Like I feel it feels like I could put you in so many circumstances where like you'd just be so ridiculously unreasonable to agree with yourself. Here, um, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you sure. a, a great example that yeah. that a lot of people use to dispute Kantianism. Okay. And and that he that Kant himself used to, you know, okay. bolster. He said, this "Yeah, so you already so you already have an answer to your own question you're about to ask yourself." But go on. So <laughs> you're good. <laughs> continue. Listen, Ricky. I, sure, I, you're good. No, 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 you're good. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> so you're in you're in a house with your friend. Yep. And somebody shows up, knocks on the door. You open yep. the door. They have a gun. They say, yeah. uh, "I'm going to kill I, your I, friends." I'm here to kill your friend. Yeah. But you is can kill he... me first. No, no, no. Is he here? They, they ask, is he here? Okay. Kant would say it is immoral to lie to him and say, no, he is not here because save the murderer leaves and your friend had overheard it and had left, like, like had, had already left trying to escape the murderer. Now when the murderer goes away, he sees your friend leaving the house. The murderer kills your friend. Kant would say you are now ethically responsible and sole, almost solely responsible for your friend's death. What if you say yes, and then he just shoots you in the and then kills your friend? What the fuck is this? This is the most fucking stupid. Holy shit! This is. I'm sorry, Scott, but I, I literally, I am, I'm aghast. You can, you can discredit it all you want, but this is something that that philosophers and and people still debate to this day. Holy shit! Um. I don't know. I don't even. Oh my god! Like I. I so, think we broke Ricky, guys. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm sorry, guys. I'm having a real hard time processing this new information that has been brought to light. I the, the, it's so crazy that there are people who actually think this way. Um, I, I think this way, Ricky. I know. I agree. It's crazy that you think this way. That's so fucking. <laughs> that's so literal. Like literal on levels of delusion to me. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. I disagree, obviously, for really obvious reasons. Um, I don't know. I, also, like, I, I understand where the point of that was, like, you're ethically responsible for your friend's death, but even if I, like, I'm not sure I would agree with you're ethically responsible for your friend's death, but even if even if I were to agree, I don't think that makes the initial action immoral. <laughs> um, oh, shit. I think you were acting, about, you were acting to the best of your ability, right? Like, I'm about I, I'm about intention and you are about actions. 
No, other way around, right? You are literally no. about action, and I am completely about intention. No, no, I'm about intention. No, you're not, because you just said that lying, like, you just, you just told me that, like, if your intention was to help your friend, you kind of fucked him in the end, so it doesn't work, right? It's immoral. No, I'm talking about the intention of lying. So you're, you're, ta so you're the action guy. You realize that, right? You're not the intention guy. You are the action guy. Nope. Lying is the I action. Am yeah, the, in, and I'm the intention behind the lie. So the I'm intention behind the lying is why I consider it immoral. So I'm the what? intention guy. You realize? You realize this difference, right? No, no. I am the intention guy because How? I'm the one oh. who's not going to lie. No, you're not. Because if you are the intention guy, then your best intent, would, like you, you would be intending to save your friend. So you would understand that the no, best I'm possible way to save your to friend. Lie. No, your action is not lying. Oh, great. Someone help me, please. Oh, my God. Oh. I don't... Okay. From my perspective, uh, Ricky is, is the intention guy, and you are the action guy, because... You, okay, here, here's how I put it, right? So the action I, is immoral, yeah, regardless of the intention. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're making the action because you believe the action to be immoral. I'm making the action of lying because I believe my, my intent is to save that person, right? My like my that's my intent. That's why I would be the intent guy, right? I don't even know how we got caught up into this intent not intent thing, this fucking debacle, okay? But I I'm like 100% certain I'm the intent guy here, okay? And you're the action memer. Um, you're the person making the action, no, regardless of what your like what your intentions are. Okay, here, I can put it to you like this. If your intentions are for... If you don't like that fucking friend, okay? And your intentions are for him to die, you would make the exact same action as if your intent was to save your friend. So, like, so your intent actually matters literal zero here, right? What you realize that, right? We're talking about lying, Ricky. But, but, the, but lying doesn't you matter. You would lie. You yes. would lie. Yes. I would not. I wouldn't lie because of the scenario, right? Because my intention is to save my friend. You would, you wouldn't lie because you think lying is wrong. It always, right? And you think it's immoral. Oh, are both of you telling this murder that your friend is in the house? Is that what I'm hearing? No, I'm not. Obviously, I, I would tell him he's in the house if my if I don't like that fucking guy, okay? Or if I wanted to kill him for some reason, okay? Which obviously would have to be morally defendable by my system, okay? So if if I knew that he like literally raped his sister or whatever, like I'd be like, yeah, fuck it, he was right there. There you go. I'll open the door. I'll give him some fucking glass of water so he can cool himself off. Like I, oh my god, <laughs> holy shit! All right, this is a good one. Hold on. That, that's utilitarianism, which is a consequential uh, yes. consequence yeah. of moral theory. I, I, didn't we go to this last episode? I a, a lot of my yeah. principles are utilitarianism, Scott. So, yeah. so Scott, what are you doing if the guy, if the murderer knocks on the door and wants to know where your friend is? What are you telling? <laughs> I am not. I am not lying. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, what what is oh, your answer man. to the question? <laughs> I would give him an omission of truth. What? Wait, no! I didn't know that was a, that was a choice. You just throw in C. I didn't know I could do C. What? No. Wait, you don't get to just do that. Wait, what? You never told yeah, me I could just not say anything. Option. You never, you never just said I couldn't say anything. You told me I had to lie or not lie. Wait, you can't just hide under that yeah. guise and just don't say anything. Okay, if if I'm not allowed to have an omission of truth, then I am not lying. Okay, I'm gonna be honest here, Scott. I don't think you would do that. I, listen, I love you, but I think you're fucking delusional if you I actually say, think you do that. I say he is in this house, and then I'm going to do everything in my, in my power. That, that guy shoots you halfway through your sentence. Guy. That guy literally shoots you halfway through your sentence, and you're <laughs> <laughs> And all your friends are dead. Oh my god. Alright, guys. Let's, let's, I know we took a break already. Let's take one more quick break. I gotta go. <laughs> okay. And we're back.
We had to take a, okay. a quick little break. And Scott so, has come with a revelation, so I'm ready to In my it. break, I have figured out how Ricky is the action guy and I am not. So, Ricky, you are, you're talking about the morality of lying based on the consequences of what lying does. Consequences or thinking, possible consequences, sure. Right, I'm, right. And I'm thinking about lying in and of itself being wrong. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking about the action and I'm thinking about the intention. No, no, Ricky. You are thinking about the consequence... <laughs> Yeah. Of what follows lying. Sure. And I'm thinking about lying in and of itself. The action so of lying about- in and of itself. I agree. No, you're, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. You're just- I'm sorry. I'll fucking, I'll stop memeing you. Okay, I'm sorry. No, but you're, you're actually point. just being intelli- intellectually dishonest at this point. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I think here. Maybe I read off the definition okay. of non-consequentialism. Wait, no. Before you do that, I think if you if you genuinely believe I'm being dishonest, I think we just disagree on what the action guy is and what the intention guy is. Okay, so, so we'll define it now. Sure. Okay. So non-consequentialism is a type of normative. That's, that's not the action guy and the intention guy, right? I don't care oh. about. Non- I don't. I don't care what your definition of non-consequentialism is. I'm talking about the action guy and the intention guy. I just think. Well, I just non-consequentialism think- is. The intention and consequentialism is the action. So I would disagree with that, right? You realize that is that, the right? definition, Ricky. No. So, so I, so the way I understand intent, intent guy and action guy, right? Because these don't have these don't have definitions. The way you, you were using intent guy and action guy, they, they didn't have definitions to me at least. Okay. The way I saw it was that the action guy was the guy who committed the action always, no matter what the intent of the situation was, right? Whatever, no matter what his no, intent no, was. No, no. Yeah, yeah, you, you just—that's that, so, not so, definitely but, but, what it is. But you, but you realize how that would make more okay. Then, then we're just, then we're just. But you realize how my definition would make more sense in like the grand vernacular of the of the. Well, yes, the but phrase, your definition right? doesn't exist. If we're talking about like we're talking about ethical theories, we're not applying okay. the literal English definition. So maybe I'm literal fucking moron. I didn't know that intention guy and action guy were like actual philosophical ideal like ideologies <laughs> like. But maybe maybe I'm just a moron, but I didn't know that this was like that was the thing. Am I am I just wrong or? Yeah. Yes. In the am nicest I? way possible. Okay. In the nicest way possible. Okay. So, because you know non-consequentialism and consequentialism. Sure. Yes. Intention guy is non-consequentialism because you're 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 theorizing the morality of taking an action, whereas consequentialism is defining an action's morality based on its consequences. Or possible consequences. Sure. Right. Right. Okay. So I think you're okay. So if this is like so an using actual the terms, using the terms action guy and intention guy was, you know. So you so you should have said consequentialist and non consequentialist because then I would well, agree I, with you. I, I, thought, I think we started there and then we developed. Yeah, and then you said yeah, okay. you're the intention guy. I'm the action. I'm the <laughs> intent guy. You're the action guy. And I said no because you're doing the same action, right? See, so, okay, so. If that is an act, if those are actual philosophical, I don't think those are real philosophical terms. Okay, I think action guy and intent guy was something that we just disagreed on. I think that your use of vernacular was shit in the nicest way possible. Okay. Okay. That's, and if that, and that's, yeah. that's fair. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Under your definition, yeah. <laughs> Under your definition of like intention guy and action guy, I I guess I am in fact the action guy, and you are in fact the intention guy. Congratulations, I guess. I don't know, but under Thank my you. definitions, I am the intent guy. Okay. Well, yeah, but but 
intention and action guy don't exist. So it was my bad for bringing them. Oh, up. okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay, no, no you're good then. I'm sorry. I was it was entirely my yeah. fault for bringing no, bringing those two terms okay. that don't exist. So, cool. so I that's apologize fine. to you right. and the listeners. I will agree with you that I am in fact the consequentialist here, and you are in fact the non-consequentialist here. That is something that I will agree with you with, right? Under your definitions, under the new definitions that we've agreed upon for action guy and intent guy. You are definitely the. You are in fact the intent guy, and I am in fact the action guy. Yeah, so I agree. Sorry for sorry for doing that. No, you're good. No, no, don't be sorry. Okay, that was the most fun I've probably had like <laughs> literally in like this entire fucking year. That was the most fun conversation I've had. Um, holy shit. Um. Okay. Wow. What do we follow up from here? Um. I guess let's try to reel it back in. So let's try to backtrack a little bit. What were we talking about at the beginning of this? Um, the total beginning? No, not the total beginning, but like we were like halfway through. We went on this little sequitur. Um, now we're back. We're traveling back to the jungle of conversation. Where, where did we, I guess where did we start this off? Started with it's about ph- philosophy, the, right? About oh the the guns, right? The dudes, gun, yeah, the dudes with guns. Storming yeah. the capital. Yeah. Okay, so back to this, right? So, are we good on yeah. this? Do we do we like do we understand each other's positions on this? And why so. this is bad? God, yes. it just Scott, come on! Been. I I just can't move past it. I just don't like. Man, I feel really shitty because th- I feel like this is probably like I'm. I'm sure you don't think of it this way, but for me, this is like really bad thing. But like, I really don't think that that's what you would do in that position. I'm just gonna be completely honest. I just don't. Um, but I, if you I, if you truly believe that, then like more power to you because that's a you're really, talking about the the murderer situation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think the actual action that I take in the murder situation is is obviously hypothetical. You probably lie, right? I'm either no no no. <laughs> <laughs> wait wait wait. Okay wait. I'm I'm gonna give you a pass here. Okay, if this is you, this is what I would say. Okay, I would lie, but it would just be fight or flight instinct taking over. Okay, that's not what I would do if I were given given time to think about my response. That's exactly. what I would just somebody say. Shows up, somebody shows up at my door. Yep. I'm not. It's lying. human nature to I, lie. I, what? No. No, I'm not lying. I'm literally it's self preservation at that point. Wait, I'm just. What? <laughs> Fight or flight reaction. Yeah, getting well, out of there. Or yeah, going after we'll, it. sure. We'll we'll go with that. I guess. I'm not okay. standing there and talking to somebody with yeah. a gun in their hand. Like, eh, you know. I, yeah. Listen, I don't think you want to see how guns work. Okay, if that guy wanted to kill me. I probably would have been dead already. Right? I'll ask him the question and I'll let him go do his thing. He's not there for me. Okay, he's there for my friend. Right. Hilariously enough, under my like real my principles, um, I'd probably I don't know. Oh, so going back to this, like, I'm not even sure, like, I would think lying is, like, or not lying is immoral here or whatever. Um, so, like, in the end, like, it is possible that I, like, we take the same action hilariously enough after we disagreed about all of that. If I think that, like, that action ends up with more people being alive than the other action, I might do that for what it's worth. Um, yeah. Which is kind of funny. We can certainly reach the same conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Entirely opposite. Yeah, if, if, if I if I looked at the guy and I thought, man, this guy's kind of fucking crazy. Like, if I just 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 you know, give him the one dude, like the rest of us can live. Like, <laughs> welcome to us. Yeah, fucking who knows, man. Holy shit, that was fun. Greg, give me give us some input. You've been uh been enjoying uh, this for a bit. Just bewildered by uh, the <laughs> the scene of you all screaming action intense guy at each other. That was that was pretty incredible to watch. Um. <laughs> Oh, man. I definitely come down on the moral utilitarian side of things. I am 
I, I'm in favor of, of judging things Amen, by the, the consequences uh, of the action. I also the also I think also I think that like um how do I say like defining like the fact that this is the utilitarian principle we're defending like there's so many there's like a lot of shit wrong with utilitarianism okay but like this feels like the core principle that's like the easiest to defend in my opinion like yeah. like th this this like type of argument is the easiest one it like i yeah. feel like if you want to challenge moral utilitarianism you put me in like the baby versus the trays argument because i still don't know the answer to that one <laughs> okay um yeah all right so next up um chocolate. Is there anything else we want to cover in philosophy, I guess? Um any other things that we're gonna wildly disagree upon that would be really funny to talk about? Um Oh boy, nice one. We talked about the shopping cart issue last time. What do you think of the trolley problem? Um Oh man. Wait, well we already said what we do. I'd kill one person, right? Yeah. Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the problem here, so obviously, like I have qualms with my own moral system that I fall into. Like the, the big problem is like in practice, right? Like utilitarianism is like real cool and chill, but like in practice, sometimes it's really hard. Um, and I don't even know if like I'd consider myself a full-on moral utilitarianism just for the purposes of that argument. I was representing that side, but like it's like it's obviously hard to put into practice, right? Because this, you literally have to boil down to like having like bios for each person in like the trolley problem for me to like give you an accurate representation, right? So it's like if you told me like you could save one like fourteen year old um, who's captain of his varsity football team or like five child predators, I'd be like, well, fuck me, I guess. Like, nice one. Yeah. So um, obviously it has its qualms, but yeah. All right. Someone else. Let's talk about something. What else is next on the list? We got a couple of things that we could get to. Um, I'm not sure exactly. I think we've been going on for like two hours ish now. Um, anything else you guys want to go on the bucket list for these last couple of weeks? I know we miss a lot, so. Greg. Uh, I think I think we covered it. COVID protest philosophy yeah. to justify when we disagree. Yeah. Usual. Oh, I mean, I have. Uh, do yeah. you want to talk about? Um, go for it. Whatever you want. Tear gas and rubber bullets. Oh yeah, that's good. Sure. Yeah. I I'm scared <laughs> that there's something to talk. <laughs> I'm I'm really I'm just really scared that there's something to talk about because I didn't think there would be. But okay, yeah. go ahead. Go off, champ. I guess. Um. Yeah. What's your pro what 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 take do you have on this on use use of tear gas and rubber bullets? Me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I. I have no problem with them. If there is civil insurrection or civil unrest, it's entirely fine to use them. Um, As means to break up unlawful protests. Oh, p unlawful peaceful protests? Well, a peaceful protests is by definition lawful, right? Got him, boys. Fucking exactly. 40 chests. Definitionally lawful. Omega brain. No, I, I don't think so. Uh, uh, a protest can be peaceful and uh, unlawful. Okay, okay. Yeah. Actually, actually, yes. Yeah, but actually. Think about it more. The difference is when there is civil disobedience versus civil unrest. 
Okay, so if people are like marching together peacefully, well, but they're marching through streets, stopping, civil disobedience yeah. is legal. Civil unrest and civil insurrection are not legal. Um, okay, so I think the problem here is we're going to disagree a lot on the on the definitions of these. Maybe not legally, but like how they should be used. So let me give you an example. Maybe we can go off of this because this actually happened. It's one of the protests I went through, um, where they like where people just started. Just, just started like walking and then we just started walking onto the bridge um, and there was just a bunch of us fucking and whatever right we just walked across the bridge together protesting um, what would you be okay with using rubber bullets there because like we're technically not doing something like probably illegal right we're just we're blocking the road um, well it all depends when you have a protest sure you get a permit yeah uh, and if the permit to protest does not expand to onto that bridge then yes we have now reached the definition of civil unrest and i believe that oh. rubber bullets and tear gas are justifiable oh, man i want to stretch this one I want why to do you take such one. why do you take such disagreement with that i i feel like i could just stretch this so hard right what do you mean stretch i feel like i could stretch this definition so hard where it like becomes undefendable um, so, like, let's say our, our, our protest was to gather 10,000 people. Therefore, like, the permit wouldn't be, like, for us to even hold the protest, even if we were to all literally stand in the exact same place, right, our permit wouldn't be suitable. Would you still categorize this as civil disobedience? Well, there's no way to count the people. So, in practice, it's it's not practical. If you said there was going to be 10,000 people and there's suddenly 100,000, then there's a case to be made. But... Uh, it, Honestly, Wait, but, so you, but you realize you realize how this is complete like this this is a problem in terms of your first one right so so the first one we literally covered how our protest moved over an area right over like yes. so an area of land geographically right now i'm yeah. saying that that same thing were to happen but not because of choice but because like it like we literally just couldn't have everyone in the square and we had to go out to the streets right is this is that civil disobedience in that perspective? Uh, not civil disobedience. Civil disobedience is legal. Uh, it, it it might fall into civil unrest, but not civil disobedience is definitely not legal. It's it, it's when you break a law that you disagree with and you accept the consequences of whatever that may be. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Civil disobedience is is tolerated by police forces. Mm, I don't know that that's true. Well, I mean, wait, but we're not even. But wait, but we're not talking about whether they tolerate. We're talking about like whether you think it's okay to use rubber bullets on them. That's all I care about. I don't go fuck about the police do. I don't talk about what, what you think, right? Um, in the in it, the scheme of this conversation, obviously. But I mean, if it's if it's a permit for ten thousand people and a hundred thousand people show up, and it, it are you it, okay it, with like fucking throwing tear gas at them? And you realize you realize yeah. how. If wow. it means to break up a protest, when a police officer says. We need to disperse now. It's not a suggestion. It's a lawful order. Listen, you are nothing if not fucking consistent, my dude. I give it to you, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I pride myself on my. Yeah, I think you're consistently fucking dumb. In the my, I'm sorry that sounded toxic, but that's it. In this case, I think it's pretty. Okay. Right. Sure. Okay. Uh, do you at least agree that rubber bullets are being used wrong? Uh, in, in that they're supposed to be shot at the ground. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Okay. Uh, Sure. Um, so, what would be your problem? I just know what you're gonna say. Like, 
like like with people who could potentially be harmed by being tear gas going to these protests you would say that like they just shouldn't be there in the first place right i assume no they don't just shoot tear gas just well i mean they okay so let's say i have a permit for ten thousand people i'm stretching your fucking your 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 ideas here okay i had a permit for ten thousand people a hundred thousand people show up one of those people happens to be really asthmatic okay they fucking they can't smoke they can't do anything okay they do anything and like their lungs literally start fucking collapsing structural damage is literally caused right uh-huh. Now, let's say because I had too many people and my permit did not fit, this would meet your definition of what would be acceptable to tear gas to disperse, right? And this person were to be put in harm's way, right, and be severely, like, actually affected by this it tear is gas. It's very easy not to get tear gassed, Ricky. Tear gas is not like, okay, it doesn't like so human area immediately. I don't know. I don't know if you've, like, have you ever been to, like, an EDM concert or whatever? I, I Any, have you, you ever been to like a big fucking gathering of a lot of people? Because yes. it, it is absurdly impossible to move out of that when people are running away, right? You realize that, right? It, it, it is difficult, but to say it's impossible is, is not fair. Okay, so if I were to throw a tear gas like at 100,000 people, okay? Right in the fucking middle, okay? And are you telling me like you realistically expect the people who are close to the tear gas to be able to get out of the range before it takes effect? Because yes. I think I think you're just being impractical at that point. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I, I don't. I think you're just. I think you're being. I think this is dishonesty. I think this is really actually dishonest. Or you just well, don't understand okay. how crowds work. You're, you're not even. You're not even. You're not even acknowledging the fact that before police are using these methods of determinant, they're telling people they must leave, and then they're not leaving, and then they're using tear gas and rubber. Wait, bullets. but no, but but that's not what you said. You realize that, right? What you said is you're okay with using rubber bullets and tear gas in any any, any circumstances of civil unrest or civil disobedience, right? You're not saying yes, after, no, after no, 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 no. Okay, okay, but you sorry, realize I, I the dis- was, yeah, there's a sorry, big there's a was, big difference here. Can we, well, we back it, this point up it, a lot, right? I think it goes without saying that. I, I'm no, because that's what people are doing, right? Are people aren't people legal. aren't throwing they warnings, huh? People aren't giving like the police aren't giving warnings. That's why it, it doesn't. Yes, it's not. Are. No, they aren't. You, you like they, you. I, I think if you genuinely believe that, you just you just haven't been looking. Like you just you just haven't been scared. Lawsuits that can come of stuff like that. If and the and they're and they're literally in motion. I agree. And they some of them are actually quite literally in motion, right? Like if if you yep. take to any of the social yep. media platforms so, to look at yep. any of these videos, right? Okay, so so the argument that you first made to me was that you were okay with using rubber bullets and tear gas, right? In a in, lawful manner, yes. In a, in a, in, ter- in cases of civil disobedience and civil unrest, right? So you, civil unrest and civil insurrection, yes. In, insur- okay, so we changed it to insurrection, sure. Civil insurrection. It was insurrection from the beginning. Okay, all right, so I'll give it to you, whatever. It's fine. Now we're changing that one to... Assuming the policemen have given the protesters ample enough time, whatever you would consider, whatever is actually ample enough time, right? Not whatever it you goes consider. without saying that that is how they're doing it. If they're not doing it like that, but that's then it not is how they're doing it wrong, practice. and I'm not justifying it. Okay, so you're so what you're telling me is that if I'm not backtracking here, Ricky, you're just no, like, you are you're just like giving me these scenarios. Yeah, you're, you're, because... you're giving me these scenarios, and then I'm answering your questions, and then you're yeah. assuming that from the beginning. I was just like, we should like. That's what like, you said, though. But that's what you said. No. You no, said that you're okay with using tear gas to disperse crowds in, in terms of civil unrest and civil civil insurrection or whatever, right? That's like yes. literally what you said, right? Yes. And then you put in my mouth that it was okay to do that unlawfully. I didn't do anything, okay? You put it in your own mouth, right? You no, you gave your own opinion. That I didn't. 
you just we just went over that I didn't specifically define it. You you didn't. And now you are cool. now you are maligning my words. All right. So what you're telling me is you did a bad job of defining your initial stance. No, I just used a sure. If you want to say bad, sure. sure. I, I just okay. Gave you cool. I broadly, so. I, I can't cover I so. like you know in a okay. stance you can't cover like every instance. Okay. Well, that, that's why that's what's wrong with. Oh, I agree. In a stance, you can't cover every instance. That's why you should be using moral utilitarianism and right. consequentialism because it's really <laughs> no. hard to make rules that encompass every single scenario. I agree with you, actually, Scott. That's a good point. I, that's a great point you made there. That, that's not what I said. You're, again, strawmanning what I'm saying. No! I literally just took what you said and... Okay, you're right. Got me. That one was just a fucking meme, okay? Sorry if that one... <laughs> sorry that I'm triggered you. That one was just for memes, okay? Just should throw that one in when I could. Throw in a light job. <laughs> Okay, so let's. Uh, we're okay with using tear gas and rubber bullets in the proper manner, right? Not uh, shooting I'm them at people. Well, the this, this is Scott's. I'm stating Scott's position. I, I, I'm stating I don't Scott's know how position. I feel about that. Wait, wait, wait. I, I know you might have some problems, right? I'm stating Scott's okay. opinion. I'm just making sure we sure, are in the same sure. opinion, right? Okay. Assuming that the police have done ample enough duty to disperse the protest beforehand, right? And this yes. is only assuming that. This, this either isn't peaceful or is what Scott would define as civil unrest, or civil, un, what's the other word? Insurrection. Okay, cool. So let's go back to the initial example. Would you define moving past where your permit allocates you to be civil insurrection or civil unrest? Yes. Okay, cool. So we're not, we don't have to get your exact definition. We're just going to use this example. We're going to use this example, right? So... If, if they do anything that would cause civil insurrection or civil unrest, um, assuming that the police has given ample enough time and ample enough warnings, and they haven't, they don't literally just give like tell you it and then five seconds later shoot at you, right? They give yes. you an hour and you know, a, a, whatever would be an ample enough time for the amount of people in that crowd, right? Assuming all this, you're okay with the use of tear gas and rubber bullets in the proper manner. Yes. Cool. Okay. Go ahead, Greg. Floor is yours. Well, I just think that, uh, so, I, I don't know that I necessarily think that from a, a legal perspective that protesters, or that police shouldn't be allowed to use these things on protesters, but I, I do think that it is definitely immoral for them to do so. Uh, I, because I, I think that a lot of, uh, if you look okay. in, in history, especially with the civil rights movement, that, that police maybe not with tear gas or bullets, but definitely used like water cannons on, on peaceful protesters that were, that were doing mm -hmm. civil disobedience. And mm -hmm. I think that history clearly comes down on the side of those peaceful protesters. So I mean, that, yeah, my argument Scott. would be that those, those peaceful protesters were protesting for something. Yeah. Scott, isn't, would you believe that Wait, like, are, are black lives matters protesters not protesting for something too? I do not believe they're protesting for, for anything good. Um, ah, so now you're defining the morality of a protest by its cause. No, I never oh! defined its morality. I, I didn't say I had a problem morally with their protest. I just said I don't agree with their protest. Well, how is that any different from, from you saying that I, uh, you were... Greg, give me a second. Okay? I'm, I'm going to do this real quick. Wait, okay. let me and Greg have this real quick. Okay, sure. I'll I'll let you have this, and then I'll jump in with. Like, what do you think about the police using water cannons on on uh, 
civil rights protesters doing sit-ins. Do you think that was morally good? No. Okay, do you think that police using tear gas on BLM protesters is morally good? In the scenarios we defined, yes, and I see what you're saying, but I'm, that's me using morality for the police rather than for the protest. Okay, so but I, I'm still because they're taking seems, different actions. There was no, there was no, you know, disperse this. It was just abusing civil rights protesters as soon as they began protesting. So, do you think that it would be okay for us to shoot rubber bullets at and tear gas those protesters who took, who were coming into the Capitol building with guns? Seeing as they defied the geographical limit of what their permit was to protest, which I don't even believe they had a permit in the first place. So you're okay with yeah, tear gassing they did, and they shooting? They did have a permit. Place. They did have a permit, and I would be okay with it. Yes. Okay. Cool. Just wanted to make sure you were more consistent on that one. You can continue, Craig. I think that uh, that you are actually for for uh, a rare instance of being inconsistent in this, and in that you think that it is morally good for the police to use uh, tear gas on these BLM protesters, but you're not in favor of it in the past with civil rights protesters. But they weren't using tear gas on civil rights protesters. They were using harmful water cannons where people were being flung and, and you know, mm. very seriously injured. Like, like this I stuff think, was I not think if, within I, the purview of the law. Mm, this was all extrajudicial. I'm gonna okay, Scott. I'm gonna throw you a bone here. I think if you're trying to say that water cannons were worse than tear gas, I don't know if that's a battle you actually want to take. I think that throwing in the severity of the punishment, right? I don't think that's a battle you actually want to take because I I'd be willing to bet that like rubber bullets and tear gas can probably do like an absurd amount of damage even in comparison to water cannons. So not I'm, close. I mean, you could literally kill someone with rubber bullets, right? So it has yeah, to be close. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you can. So you can kill someone with a water cannon. So like we realize that there's like a certain limit. But a right? water cannon is so much more lethal than a rubber bullet, especially when a rubber bullet is being used properly, being shot at the ground and it ricochets up and hits them in the legs. But we realize that the maximum potential of both of these with these weapons, right? Because that's what they are, they're weapons. The maximum potential of both of these weapons is is like into a death, right? And it's not that far off for either of them. Would we like would you disagree with it that? It is extremely far off. If you shoot someone in the head, like like with a rock, water cannon, their head immediately flings back and hits the pavement. Okay. Right, that is extremely lethal. And if I shoot someone, <laughs> if I shoot people in the head with rubber bullets, right, they, their yeah. head would probably fling back and hit the pavement, and it would probably be lethal. No. So just you, look you, at the so evidence. You, okay. Who have been so you realize so you bullets. realize the difference of so you realize how impossible it is to measure a water cannon versus rubber bullets, right? Because of the actual manner no, of damage. No, it's not impossible. Okay. It's, it's, so it's just difficult. your your attempt. So, but you, okay. So you realize the difficulty because you're attempting to compare something that I would uh, like is a count object in nature, right? Bullets are count objects uh, versus something that isn't, for, which for is what? a water cannon. So bullet. So count objects right so objects that are countable a bullet is countable you cannot count the amount of water cannons that you have received right that you've been sure, shot with. but you can certainly count you know the velocity at which the water is coming out and the volume sure. at which the water is coming yeah out. okay i agree so if we shot that same amount of velocity and volume of rubber bullets right you realize what, why there's a problem here you realize how impossible it is to measure these two objects compared to each other right that, that doesn't well, you, even... you can measure their effects though 
Yes, I exactly. Yeah, measure but I, I agree, but trying to measure the effects of a water cannon wouldn't be equivalent to trying to measure the effects of one rubber bullet, right? You just look at the lethality of it, yes. But it wouldn't be... But it's not... Okay. It's There's too many disparities between the amount of time that the person is affected. Like, you, you realize that, right? Uh, never mind. Uh, it's just, okay. Yeah. It's all right. It's fine. Um, I think that these weapons can be just as lethal, but I'll let Greg continue. I think that trying to defend it with that is like... I think there's a problem yeah. with that argument for sure, but it's okay. I'll let you. Well, what do you mean? What do you? It's okay. Clearly... I, I, you, you might be right. I'll just let you hold the argument. I was trying to throw you a bone and say that I don't think you should defend this argument this way, but I'll let you continue defending it this way. I'll let Greg get back to his original point because I don't. Um, I just yeah, think that there's I... more, there's better ways to defend that argument than like water cannon is more lethal than rubber bullets because they're like both, they're like both pretty lethal. Um, I mean, it's just statistics. The so, amount of people that died. Any... Because of yeah. water cannons is, is right. absurd. I don't, the amount of civil yeah. rights activists that were killed, it, it's insane. I mean, I, I think that there is, that water cannons are actually used in, in some locations, like in terms of the, like the order of escalation, that they're used before tear gas and rubber bullets, even today. What? I'm reading an article uh, that in, in Belgium, apparently, water cannons are are deployed before tear gas and pepper spray and rubber bullets. In Belgium, you said? Yeah. Yes, but that we're not talking about, you know, internationally, water water cannons are against protesters in the U.S. But I don't know if that necessarily means that they're more lethal or less lethal if they're used okay. internationally. So can you find me, Scott, can you find me a statistic that says the the amount of lethality, of, the lethality of a water cannon versus people afflicted by a water cannon? Sure. Because I have a statistic for rubber bullets, so. Okay, I found something from ACLU, so just give me a second to read through this. Cool. I think that water cannons are definitely used less in the United States because of the history of the fact that we did use them on a, on a very just cause. Definitely doesn't lend sympathy to, to water cannons. What'd you say? Oh, I was saying that because of the history of the use of water cannons, that might be why they're not used in the United States as much. Well, they're illegal now. I don't. I don't think that's true. Well, let me look it up so I'm not being so I'm not wrong. Cool. That's fine. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have sidetracked from your original argument, Greg. My bad. I didn't mean to get caught up in this. Um, yeah. I'm trying to find the actual law that, that says it, because I know it was passed somewhere in like the 1980s. Well, it's not the... It's like the... the I just want like a study on water cannon deaths, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm grabbing this for Greg okay. and grabbing one for you at the same time. Oh, uh, okay, cool. I can look up... I mean, yeah, you should probably look it up, because you're probably not going to... So, 
So the thing from um, the ACLU didn't mention lethality. It just mentioned how brutal they were. Sure. Um, probably should have. I should have coordinated this better. We should have taken a break um, <laughs> while we look for this information. But yeah. while we're here, maybe we can talk about some. While Scott's doing a little bit of independent research. Wow, they actually used water cannons against the. Dakota Access Pipeline protesters, and they were sued and won $3.8 million. Good for them. Um, Greg, how you doing? You still a socialist, Mimi? Is that something we're still doing? I, I'm not going to deal with this, okay? This is a real light conversation. Uh, yeah, I, I would say I'm still a socialist. Nice. Good shit. I respect it. Um, I don't know. This entire thing definitely radicalized me. Just seeing, yeah, it's it definitely seeing getting me innocent too. protesters being abused by police we should probably you should probably okay, stick so to things that will not that scott will agree with okay so i can think yeah. yeah so so water cannons yeah or never there was no like new law it was just added okay. to a list of things that were uh uh okay. unnecessary force mm -hmm. yes yeah, so they've uh, been phased out in the united states yeah. let me find the lethality now okay cool Now, keep in mind, I didn't read through my fucking study, so I didn't make sure I was double-blind placebo-affected, right? So, <laughs> all right? so if there is some flaw in this study, you can maybe cover it next time. I'll probably give this a better read. I just haven't done enough reading on this because this wasn't, you know, the lethality of rubber bullets was not a specific issue um, that I thought we'd come up with. But I hope you haven't lost your original argument, Greg, in all of this. You still have it, right? No, I think we're still good to go. Okay, cool. So whenever, whenever I finish this up and um, whatever the results of this are, you can continue talking about why you think it's immoral. I'm really having trouble finding. Okay, uh, let me see if I can look it up. So uh, we we can just like yeah, we'll table it till yeah. Like I'm seeing things of people killed in other countries mm -hmm. from. Like like well that's in fine Iraq, right they used well, them and in oh, Hong Kong they sure, used them I hear you're right and people are dying like today but um, like like saying. none of these no protester has died from rubber bullets in the riots that have been going on as of recent a oh. protester did die of tear gas though that did happen yes that did happen um, okay so I can maybe quote I can quote my study real quick so we can I know we don't have anything to compare it to but. This is Are from, you gonna read the um, the one sixth statistic? No, absolutely not. Okay, okay. Um, this is from the B the BMJ Open. From my understanding, this is pretty good. This is a pretty good source. Okay, so the lethality of uh, fifty three people died from injuries. Fifty three people, which is three percent of the study, died from injuries. Uh, penetrative injuries caused fifty six percent of the deaths, while blunt injuries caused twenty three percent. Uh, head and neck trauma accounted for 26 or 50% deaths, while chest and abdominal trauma accounted for 15, 27%. Um, only one death was from injury to an extremity, a severe knee injury that resulted in an air embolism to the lung with subsequent respiratory failure. So out of these 53, 52 were literally dead, literally died like before they hit the hospital, right? Which I, I, is what I'm reading this to say. Um, we also identified 300 people, 15.5% of all survivors, with permanent disabilities directly caused by um, KIPs. The vast majority of injuries were secondary to vision loss, 
were secondary to vision loss and abdomen, abdominal, holy shit, I'm sorry, I can't read, guys, injuries resulting in splenotomies or colostomies. Amputation of a limb occurred in two individuals. So that was just like a real quick oversight. I haven't done enough research. Maybe for the next one we could yeah. we could have studies. When was that published, by the way? Um, this I want. Let me see. I'm gonna read that for you. Or like, like who were they studying? Um, so we can have the systematic overview, literature of deaths, injuries, and permanent disability from rubber and plastic bullets, as well as from beam backgrounds, shot pellets, and other projectiles used in arrests, protests, and other contexts from January 1st, 1990 until June 1st, 2017. And the the data I was reading was specifically on the section of rubber bullets. Um, cool. Okay. So, right. yeah, there, there is no denying that they can be lethal and extremely yeah. de devastating. Yeah, in my argument yeah I think that we, we did agree with that. So, Especially in the manner that they're being used now, where they're just being yeah, fired yeah, at yeah, close yeah. range at people's yeah. heads, which is, is happening. Yeah. Um, so, I'll let, yeah, I'll let Greg, if you want to go back to the original argument, which was these are just immoral in practice, right? Which I believe was your argument? Yeah, I think it's immoral for, for police to use, um, to, to use riot control measures on peaceful protests. That, that's a summary of my argument that I, I, I would say. I think, for for the record, I think Scott would agree with you. I just he don't think he would agree that some of these protests are peaceful, that you would categorize as peaceful. His definition of peaceful is closer to lawful, I think. That is true. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think that a, a, peace, a protest can be both peaceful and unlawful. I think that's possible. Yeah, I would certainly I agree. agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So we can maybe go through specific examples, and we can maybe we can try to find where the line is at for you, Scott, for morality, whether or not we can use them. Well, we already we already went over the bridge line, right? So they started walking across the bridge, which was where cars drove, right? So that was un that was unlawful. Like like, like here in St. Pete, uh, for sure. example, there's been protests, I think every day for a couple weeks now. Yeah, and their permit is specifically one location, and then. Okay. It extends all the way. They're they're meeting at at uh, the city hall, I think. Sure. And their permit is to walk from there all the way to the police station. Okay. So, like, their permit is this massive area, sure. and there's been no no violence, no police violence whatsoever mm -hmm. uh, here in St. Pete yet. Sure. Because it's all been, you know, and. and okay. When we say peaceful protests, we're still yelling, you know, fuck 12, all cops should die, you know, whatever, all cops are bastards. Uh, so, like... I, I mean, all cops are bastards and all cops should die are very, very... Yeah, yeah I that, agree. That's absolutely true, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I fuck, agree. But, fuck 12 and kill the pigs are a little bit different. Um, I mean, <laughs> in, in St. Pete here, they were, they were doing the, um, what do we want dead cops, when do we want them now chant? in the streets so you know yeah, i'm not a fan of that yeah i think but, but listen that's know. it's that is um, definitionally peaceful listen that is i'm not a, what peaceful yeah yeah it is listen i'm not a fan of them but they're probably morally justified i i think that they, they could i think you could probably those could probably be morally justified yeah like if i if i was at a protest and they started um, chanting you know, yeah i wouldn't say it cost, yeah. i wouldn't say it but i also wouldn't stop the protest or like, stop like protesting. yeah, there, there was when at the protest was there's the fucking uh, they started chanting like because the mayor was there, they started chanting like go away Jane or like fuck Jane and I was like I mean I guess I have like I didn't know the context the backstory of it but like I don't know she seemed like a pretty chill dude but I literally she arrested Tom Brady so she she what Tom Brady 
You know how he's coming to Tampa Bay? Oh, I thought what, what what verb did you use? She hosted? Is that what you said? Arrested. She, oh, she arrested Tom Brady? Nice. That's he, was, a good... he was in a he was in a public park during quarantine and uh Tampa nice PD line. arrested him. Got him boys. Realized he was Tom Brady and then like let him go. Let him free. Wow, and then, crazy. And then um the she <laughs> I have the a real edgy Tampa one. mayor released oh. a statement saying, uh, "We're sorry for what happened. Uh, uh, it's not, it's not normal for us to see a a literal goat in a park." And I was like, "Oh my god!" All right, well, never mind. <laughs> she seems fucking dumb. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, man. Okay, so you want, what's your you response to? Uh, well, but there's other stuff. How how's how late do you guys? What's the latest we can get off? Because there's one more topic that I I kind of thought about. Oh right? yeah, what is it? Well, we didn't go over the defund the police meme yet, so I kind of want to go over that one real quick. Yeah, let's do, let's do defund the police and then wrap. And then can, I yeah. have to get it pretty early tomorrow. Actually. Okay, so sure, we can do this real quick and then we can uh, and then we can go over the list. Um, so my main issue with the defund the police movement, right, is that I think it is inaccurate as to what um this was like this was like a concern that i saw multiple voice and i didn't really agree with that first but i understand what they're saying it's like it's not really what it's what it says right so when you say defund the police they don't literally mean don't provide funds to the police department anymore right most people chanting it right which is why like i would be more in favor of like a different so, so, like slogan like reform the police but that being got- said i'm not gonna fucking like police people on what they chant yeah, so I, I even, have no problems with the with the slogan. Um, do you have problems with like the with like the idea itself? I mean, like, obviously, obviously, I have a problem with. I, I disagree with defund the police, but I don't have a problem with that being the slogan and then meaning something else. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I kind of do for what it's worth. I think it's like just. I think it's just. I think you you could probably just choose a better one, but I think at this point it's like. I think it's stupid. Awesome, but well, we the, use plenty of those. The full term is. He is uh let's shift funding from the police to other social programs right so like it, it's kind yeah. of hard to hard to chant that defund the police right. is, uh, <laughs> a very you could just do redistrib- redistribute the wealth that's a good one that seems to encompass that idea yeah, okay. we, we are, look fox news already <laughs> hates us enough come on Iceland, boys. all right so what are your opinions on the whole defund the police movement Oh, I'm totally in favor of it. I mean, I okay. think that I agree. I, requi- I love you, Greg. Required but we, we to know. do things that uh, are are well outside the scope of of what they should be. Like mental health problems, mental health calls should not be yeah. handled by police. Social workers should handle that. See, that's where I disagree, right? Because if somebody is, you know, ha- like has something going on and they're they're they become violent because of it, you know. A social worker is not going to be equipped to handle that. But, but do you? So do you think that police should receive more training then, in order to respond to such calls? Oh, absolutely. I, I've, okay, I've, cool. Then we probably don't disagree on that much here. I'm going to be honest. Um, I, I think any any level of defund the police is is well, wrong. So, but and you're, if we but can you're find in an favor, example that I yeah. that I agree with, then then yeah, um, I'm happy to support it. But like sure. for example, in in Minneapolis, where the where they're, they're actually just trying to disband the police, and uh, well, like the the the, they, the city councilwoman was on yeah. on the TV the other day on CNN, and the CNN anchor asked her, "What do you say to the people like who are scared that defund the police means that if somebody breaks into the house at night that they're not going to be able to call anybody?" And the city councilwoman literally said. Uh, well, they're speaking from a point of privilege, so that they they need to, to no. once they realize they're speaking from privilege, then they'll understand more. 
Yeah, whatever that if that's if that's word for word or like really close to word for what she said, then that's a fucking stupid response, and I wouldn't agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's almost exactly okay. what she said. No, yeah. but, but I'm not in for, favor of abolition. Yeah, I'm in favor of yeah, defunding. Correct. Yeah, but a lot of people yeah. who support this, I think, are in favor of abolition. And and by the way, sure. the people that support this, I, I think it's a super small portion of the population. Yeah, and an even smaller the, portion of the voting population. I think it's just a, a loud, a really loud, really small group of people. Right. Um, yeah, well, I mean, also, that's, that's the Democratic I, Party. I think you could follow... Nice one. Wait, wait till we kill you in the polls. All right. I also think that you could... Like, that idea could technically be expanded upon, right? So if someone told me, Abol- abolish the police, and I said, well, and they said, instead, we should figure out a way to properly train individuals to be um, utilized in such a manner in which violence is less used than it is currently. So, for example, I would like a special team of trained um, psychologists who still have some amount of combat. Not- and if you go into fucking detail, right, and you do, like, some Project One shit, I don't know if you guys have read about that, right? It's this, like, 12-list reform, uh, like, reforms for the police that's being, like, that's being talked about right now. If if that's your idea of a, if your idea is abolish the police, replace it with something that is more well equipped to like problem to like handle problems. I think that's fine. Um, I think if your if your idea is abolish the police, let's just be free. And I mean, obviously, it's a little bit weird, um, and I wouldn't agree. Well, you're with that. seeing it in Seattle. There's a new there's a new country. <laughs> yeah, fucking listen, listen. I don't I don't speak for the people of Chaz. Okay, they got their own fucking government. I'm sure. Yeah. Listen, we're not chess yeah. I think we, we have to see how the moment. we probably have to see how the next mixtape drop does, and that's how we'll figure out who takes office. <laughs> I guess I don't know. And fucking Billy up the street seems to be selling. To, so he's pretty hot. All right. What do you guys think it's is going to happen with that. this whole chess thing? You think you think military is going to go in there and this know. thing's going to get extremely probably. violent? Or? Yeah. Yep. Probably. Fucking Trump is absolutely going to slaughter this shit. It's going to go well, really poorly for him. I think. Right. Well, what do you guys think about the use of military? It would be really bad here. Do we do we disagree with it? Uh, I, I'm opposed. Well, to use it, of military I'm can be really broad. It. Yeah. I I think it's probably bad in terms of like on a moral level. I think people end up getting hurt if we use the military. But mm-hmm. from a like a, a for the cause sort of perspective, I think it could be good because I think <laughs> nothing will galvanize people more than seeing. Like, if we we get a tank man moment out of this, then that's just that's just great for 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 BLM, really. So the way I would look at it, I don't. Well, first of all, I would disagree. I think people would probably die, so I don't know if it would be great for BLM. Um, Even in the grand scheme of things, I think people probably wouldn't want that. Um, The way I would look at it is that use of military is really broad. How I assume the military will be go go in and be used is probably bad. But it's possible that they go in and they're like, listen, this shit is stupid. Stop doing this. And they just, like, they quarantine them and they basically force people to come out. Right? They, like, fucking, you know, wh- however however it works, right? They find a way to peacefully oh remove God. people. That's totally that's fine. That's almost worse. That's that's almost worse. Um, well, I, I'm, yeah, 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 I agree. Every day for the month that they're, that they're being held in there. I, like, well, I I wouldn't say like you should just cut off their food and water supply, right? I would well, be like it's gonna be another it's gonna be another Waco. Um, I get what you're saying. If that's the case, and maybe that is the case, then I wouldn't then I wouldn't be okay with the use of military at all. Then because the use I would of only be used is with, being with, done through this thing called the Insurrection Act, which is something that yeah, was used yeah. in the, in '92 for the LA riots, yeah. and it was used in um. 54 by Eisenhower during in Alabama when they weren't letting the black kids go to school. He used the Insurrection Act to 
have active military members uh, transport the the black kids into classes and stuff. Like, it, I, I, I've sure. seen no problem with it. It's been used well in the past. I think it'll be used well again because it's not like some... Yeah, it's not it's like not some like, fucking it's not like Chino Trump man. It's in the way yeah. that the military works. Like, um, I mean, he is... Being the, commander-in-chief, yeah, he is he the last... Is the but he can't tell them how to do their job. Um, I mean, he, he theoretically can't, right? Like... He shouldn't be able to. I don't know if they he shouldn't listen. be able to. If he gets on I, Twitter and says, what I disagree, you know, shoot every right? BLM supporter you see, they're not going to listen. Here's what I see. Here's what I see happening, okay? He says, shoot every BLM supporter. Or something way less extreme, right? Because it won't be that extreme, obviously. Because he's still, like, you know, fucking, he still has a publicist who probably, like, lightly scans this. Still has to like, get reelected in yeah, November. Yeah, 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 correct. Right? He, he's not on his last term yet, so he won't say anything that extreme, right? What he's really thinking. So he'll probably say something like, use any amount of force that is necessary to get this shit done, right? That, that seems like a more PG way of saying kill Black Lives Matter uh-huh. protesters. What I see happening is military being like, this shit is stupid. And then, like, you know, whatever, like, Tommy of the military is like, you know what? I don't, I don't particularly like black people. I'm kind of racist. And now the president said to do this. Maybe the president's right. Let's fucking do it. That, like, what I see happening is that there are, like, a, a few bad actors who end up ruining this and making this extremely violent. I don't I, think the I overall... I don't think there's any... I, not not the, saying I, there's none, but I don't uh, I, I don't think we're going to see bad actors in in the military. The, these people what? are going to, you know, go in and do it by the book because, you know, that's how the military does shit. Um... Well, okay, that was a little broad, but I think that's how they're going to uh, do it. I think I just disagree with you. I guess we'll see how it plays out, but I disagree with you a lot. I think this is gonna be really bad if if the. I think it will probably be really bad if the police. Long live Chaz. Wait a second. You wait a second. Would you? Are you not? Never mind. I can't tie this back to philosophy somehow. I probably shouldn't. Greg has to go to sleep. All right. I was gonna tie this back into. Are you putting the consequences on the act? Okay. Let's get to. A good friend of ours, a good friend of me and Sperry's, Scar kind of knows him, Nicholas Warner, avid listener of our, of our show. He listened to our whole first episode. Nice. You could say our entire body of work he listened to, okay? Thank you and hello. Yeah, and he had some interesting takes on our last um, our last session. So, okay. Greg, do you have them in front of you? Uh, no, I will pull them up real quick. Okay, I'm going to... Is something we should have gone over at the beginning so we could yeah, have probably for the sure. podcast beforehand? Yeah, absolutely. But we didn't think about this. Okay, we're pretty Sorry, good. Nick, next time. Well, I mean, we could just cut... But, like, the thing is, these are so far away now. I don't even know how, like, a lot of these are going to play in because a, a lot of our takes have probably changed. And they have evolved a little bit. Um, so, the first one was on abortion. We talked about abortion, right? Um... So he's saying that Greg missed a huge opportunity to promote universal health care and child care, uh, th- things that Bernie Sanders would be in favor of, as one of the biggest factors for abortion is how can a single mother afford a child? And universal programs help reduce abortion rates dramatically in first world countries. Um, so I think what he's trying to say here is that like, it, like one of the arguments, um, I think, w- one of the things that should have been done is that we should talk about how universal health care would be a way that, like, it would be almost a compromise of sorts, right? Where we, we probably would reduce the amount of abortions that happen um, if we were to have universal health care. I think that was, like, his, his idea. Was that, like, because, like, um, 
more support for uh, a single mother, right, to pay for her child would be something that would come along with what Bernie, what Bernie's idea of universal health care is. That would be something that maybe you should support, Scott, I guess. Does that make sense? If he's asking me to support either abortion or... Universal health care. Uh, or M4A, uh, he's sorely mistaken. This, that sounds more like a, a topic for y'all to discuss discussing Bernie yeah, Sanders' maybe. platform. Maybe we should probably... I, I don't know if I can have Nick on. Um, wait, I probably shouldn't have said his fucking name. Sorry, Nick. I love you, dude. I, I don't know exactly how the fucking the system works. I will message him before this to make sure it's okay to use his name. Um, but I don't know if we can have uh, him on. If we can, uh, I will... I, it would be kind of interesting to have him on and see how he reacts to some of Scott's ideas because I think that maybe he could, maybe he could uh, provide as a philosophy intermediate because I think he's uh, maybe more well versed than I am. Um, oh, certainly, certainly more than me. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. He is not not maybe. He definitely is. Um, so a three v one sounds. <laughs> wait, I can wait. We can bring someone in for you. You want fucking? I know we can bring in for you. We can bring in Mr. Well, Galen himself. We can bring in, bring, bring in Mr. Galen himself, dude. I'm sure he'd be really happy to come oh on and promote our kitchen table games. Or we can bring in Josh Fieldman. <laughs> Thoughts on that one? Okay. Also, um, no. <laughs> I think that is for the most. If part. we ever want to bring in another voice that's on my side of the aisle, yeah. I, I, I have somebody. Sure. Who do you? Who are you thinking? We can. Uh, it's my buddy it. Paul. He used to play Magic, but uh, okay. he is. He knows more about politics. Is than, it Paul Samanko? No, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> mean, sure. He knows right. more about politics than than me ten times over. Oh okay, yeah, that, maybe that'd be pretty interesting to have yeah, to have the. <laughs> and we disagree on something. Uh, so to, ha- like, to have the grown up step in for an episode and have an episode with with more people. He's also a child. Oh, all right. Well, our, ours is definitely a grown up. So, <laughs> okay, this is really interesting. Um, Greg, my man, where can we find you at? We want more of this info about the handsome Gregory Sperry. Where's your information? Uh, it is buddy? at Gregory underscore Sperry everywhere. Fantastic. Scott, we have some people who want to get into contact with you and have discussions civilly, okay? I don't want, listen, I don't want anyone Wait, in Scott's... I get more no, DMs, shut up, more listen death to me. threats. Listen to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that right now. I don't want anyone in Scott's well, I mean, DM. It's just the typical go kill yourself. Uh, not, oh, okay, not, sure. not I'm going to come kill you. It's just I, right. I wish harm Listen, on your being. <laughs> I am. That's something that I'm pretty morally against, especially in this scenario, okay? Someone who's voicing his opinion, doesn't matter how wrong you think they are, how wrong they are, <laughs> how wrong you think they are, right? You should, you should not try to condone violence on themselves. You shouldn't DM them and tell them to fucking off themselves, anything like that. That is absolutely unacceptable, 100%. Um, I do not support anyone doing that. If you would like to have a civil political discussion with Scott, where can they find you? Or maybe they want to compliment you because they think your ideas are good and they agree with you. <laughs> who knows? No, I actually don't know. I don't know who listens to our podcast. So, Where can they find uh, you? You can find me at scott.egan on Instagram or at skegan on 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 twitter cool and i am as always ricardo rojas you can find me at it's Ichiban on twitter we have now a facebook page a twitter account and an instagram account for our on living life podcast this is set in stone um so i really hope you guys enjoyed this please check those out maybe we'll have little clips of our best moment of uh action man and uh intent man who will we'll throw that on there as its own little segment so 
Um, yeah, thank you guys for watching, and please stay safe in this coronavirus. If you go protest, please make sure to um, quarantine yourself afterwards and use masks everywhere you go. Um, stay safe, guys. Peace.